Artillery lit up the night. <laughs> Tracer's flight. Commando. He blew up the bridge. Sniper fire from the ridge. Commando. He snapped that guy's neck outside. Knife to his eye. Commando. We gotta cut an album, guys. Yeah, that was so good. We gotta cut an album. That was wow. that was the best we sounded. That was, was probably. I mean, we gave Lonely Island a run for their money. Wow, there's no doubt about that. Season one finale. Uh, season one. Season one finale. Season one finale. You scared? Well, you should be. This green beret is gonna kick your big ass. All right, it's green berets for breakfast. Right now, very hungry. Oh, to the season one finale. Season one finale. And the retirement of the Eva Green. The retirement of the Eva Green. I held the drink up to the mic to try to switch around and have the ice. <laughs> ice clink? Yeah. There's no ice in this. <laughs> <laughs> it's an iceless. There we go. That's, that's it's literally just booze. That's, that's good room stuff. That's a glass of booze. Yeah, the, the lemon zest in the Eva Green's not making as much clink as I'd like. No. No, it's really not. <laughs> Welcome to Climax, the only action movie podcast by people who actually like action movies. Climax! I am Matt Loman. I'm Kyle McVeigh. Nick Sniper Allen. And welcome to the season one finale of Climax. Yes. Yes! We made it, guys. We did, did it. it. We did it. They said we couldn't. A full season that we determined win the season by 12. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it. People, people, asked, people asked on Twitter, they asked on email, what exactly is a season finale in terms of a podcast? I think it's a time to reflect. Absolutely. I think it's a time to grow. Yes. And uh, I, I think these little goals will help us uh, evolve uh, quicker and sharper than a lot of, a lot of other podcasts. Yeah. It's true. We, we've already sharks. grown. We've already grown. The yeah. first mission's done. <laughs> yeah. It was a long campaign, and here we are, about to march on the dictator's palace. Here's the thing. Season two, we're fully formed. There's no origin story. We, we've, got our, <laughs> we've got our layout filled out. Yeah. We've got to figure out how we're going to start doing stuff. It's going to be sleek. More segments. The return of... Slightly less drunk. The return of uh, Big Mistake. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Season one, guys. We did <laughs> lot to look forward to, guys. And thank you for the suggestions of things to... Do, watch, see, yes. and cover. We're going to ignore most of them. We will ignore most of them, <laughs> but, but, but they are appreciated. But, we but did ask, you. and you, you, you did provide. We, we, we did ask, and then most of you gave us not-action movies. Yes. Yes. Um, we appreciate our listeners. You guys are dickheads sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but we really wouldn't have it in any we, other way. No. We are we're listening. We it may seems not... like kindred spirits. <laughs> uh, we are listening. We may not respond. What are, what are our fans called? Uh, like climaxers? climaxers? Did we make up... Or... I think we went with climaxers. It seems right. Hey, why, why not henchmen? Just call them henchmen. Ooh. Henchmen is pretty good. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Did I do yeah. good? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. All henchmen! Right. Henchmen. Because they're faceless henchmen. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, if you're listening to this, all gonna die. if you're listening to this not in your car, uh, <laughs> and you have some alcohol next to you, uh, raise your glass to yourselves, fans. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for giving a shit. Um, yeah. we're gonna, we're gonna not let you down <laughs> in season two. But until then, yes. season one, assault. Season one. Here's to the hint and cheese. Yeah. To all my, to all my henchies. Three minutes in, and we've already. So how many? Like yeah, I was gonna times. say, how many more toes can we do throughout this? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't Here's matter. to Arnold. Who's the Arnold? Thank you. Oh, should we reveal what uh, what the movie is for the final movie? Mm-hmm. As, as as we announced well earlier today, uh, you're yeah. gonna hear this in like three weeks after it's been <laughs> recorded. Uh, we're doing Commando, which um, is a great movie, but not a very good movie. No, <laughs> what a, what a great but, description. Yeah. But it's the quinta. It, well, it's not quintessential Arnold, but I, I I might be mistaken. It's one of the it's, earliest. It's the it's, first. 
I think pure Arnold action movies. Like it has the quips, it has his look. It was it. It's kind, it's kind of, of strength plays on laid the, strength. the groundwork for everything. This that is he did this after is that. this is a junior varsity Arnold mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. at the height of his powers. Mm-hmm. But it's um, it's basically if anyone wants to know what you're supposed to do in an action movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is the skeleton. Yeah. And then you just have to kind of do everything a little bit better. <laughs> but once again, a, uh, a, a great movie, a, a fantastic way to spend your time. Absolutely. But not a good movie. <laughs> no. No. It's kind of Tango and Cashy in that regard. Yes. But uh, I don't know. God damn, it's fun, though. Do I enjoy this? No, I enjoy Tango and Cash more. Yeah, I do. I enjoy Tango and Cash more because there's Tango and Cash. <laughs> Yeah, obviously and jack yeah. pounds yeah and his rat maze bar and well, monster trucks but uh, but we digress <laughs> as we digress this movie was a classic like brought me back to my childhood it, it was one of the movies i grew up with so yeah in absolutely. that sense it was you know arnold's well uh, the the interesting thing about commando is that it's it's hyper violent mm-hmm. but weirdly bloodless until it's suddenly not. Yeah. It's like so many it's guys... It's those last 20 minutes. Well, so many guys die like in old westerns where you don't see the gun shoot them on screen. You see the gun fire, then you cut to the guys, and they just grab their sides and grimace mm-hmm. and then fall <laughs> until Arnold starts chopping fucking limbs off <laughs> and pushing people through like table legs and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Or they there's an explosion underneath them and they do like one and a half twists. Yeah. That's flips. my favorite. Those are my favorite. That you can tell they jumped off a fucking trampoline. <laughs> it's a fucking buried in the art. ground. It's a lost art nowadays. <laughs> oh, man. That final assault. Anyway, <laughs> so good. We'll get to it. Shall we jump into the meat of it, gentlemen? Let's do it. Jump in! The last ride of season one. Yes. Season one. Season one. Season, no, oh, season one. toast to season, season one. one. Season one. <laughs> Commando came out in 1985. It was made for $10 million. It grossed $220 million. Oh, my God! <laughs> Wow. Directed by Mark L. Lester. They originally wanted John McTiernan. He passed and then decided to do Predator. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mark L. Lester did... He's done a ton of stuff lately as a producer for Seafy. Oh, like what? <laughs> like Pterodactyl. Oh, yeah. And I Rock looking, Shark. I was looking at his credits. He has a lot of like made-for-TV and direct-to-DVD stuff Monster. Now. He, he did. didn't fare well after this movie. Well, he's worked regularly. Marquee stuff he's done... Uh, Firestarter with psychic Drew Barrymore. Yes. Class of 1984, uh, basically a white panic about inner city schools where a well-meaning nice teacher fights the evil kid drug dealer. Okay. Uh, Sounds awful. And he said in an interview, he he on purpose edited uh, the beginning, the first time we see Arnold, based on Nazi propaganda films of the Superman coming out and symbolizing his strength, his tools, and his perfection. I've got notes on that. <laughs> Wait, when we first see him, when we first see Arnold. Okay, not mm-hmm. not the not the montage. No, no, the, the quick okay. cuts. I'm sorry, because I was going to say the montage. I was like, huh, that was Nazi propaganda. Eh? <laughs> All right. So, given that this was the opening, the very first time we see our hero, mm-hmm. it's made to look like Nazi propaganda films. I realize something. Yes, that in the alternate universes where the Axis powers won World War II, yeah. Arnold has the exact same life. Secret oh, yeah. Mexican child aside, mm-hmm. he's a specimen paraded around yeah. as yeah. the best you can do. He stars in movies, and then he's the governor of a province. Yeah, he literally has the exact same life that the Nazis. It would have gone either wow. way. Really yeah, would. it would have gone either way for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, good for him. He's the only person truly free in the multiverse. <laughs> 
I mean, like what's, him and what's, Dolph. What's the Craig? What's yeah, the German or the too. Nazi equivalent of a Kennedy? <laughs> he a, could marry it. A Goebbels? A Ger- yeah, I guess. <laughs> I have a feeling they would have made their presence known after the war. A Zeit- oh no, no, Zaitsev was a Russian. He would have died. <laughs> He's dead. Who hunted Zaitsev? <laughs> Koenig. God bless him. Yeah, he would have married into the Koenigs. My God. Well, that's, that's a name from his Austrian. The story is by Jeff Loeb, who did Smallville, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Teen Wolf, Heroes, lots of very good comic books, yes. like The Long Halloween, Superman for All Seasons, Spider-Man Blue, ones. and lots of bad comic books, yes. mostly Batman and Superman. You listed mm. all of his good ones. Yep. Uh, <laughs> written by Stephen E. D'Souza, our old friend from Die Hard. Yep. Just he to, got better at writing, huh? Just, just In to, like four short years. Just to give you an idea where he was at, this is three years after he wrote 48 Hours, two years before Running Man, and three years before Die Hard. Yeah. Die Hard was originally Good written. Die Hard was originally written to be a sequel to this. Can, and then Commando, he revealed, started as a vehicle for Gene Simmons. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> it was about an Israeli commando who did stuff for the Mossad and retired into the he U.S. Is, uh, he is not a handsome man. Then Nick Nolte, <laughs> and then Arnold. I don't. Arnold I don't, couldn't even fit into Vince. I don't. I don't see how you get. <laughs> Arnold as your third tier hero <laughs> in this. That All makes right. no sense. All right, send in the big lug. Fine, we'll settle for Arnold. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm happy to do this movie for you. I'll do it for well, you. Well, you can barely speak English. Uh, well, you were going to cast Nick Nolte, so I don't know what the fucking problem is. <laughs> You're a funny guy, sorry. <laughs> I like you. So I'm going to kill you last. <laughs> Arnold, just to let you know where uh, Schwarzenegger was, we're three years after Conan, mm-hmm. we're a year before The Terminator, yeah. we're two before Predator and Running Man, which once again came out in the same year. That's wow. insane to me. The mall he's at in this movie is the Sherman Oaks Galleria. Fuck it is the same place. mall from Terminator 2. It is a nightmare. It is a Once nightmare. again, I would like is to point out that is a in... nightmare place to die. <laughs> that is awful. That is my fucking... I don't want to die there. <laughs> Stay away That's from why, the like, I think in these movies, it's somehow been in the back of my head. Every time it's like, someone's like, let's go to the Galleria. No. No. No shootouts <laughs> happen there. No. I'm not going to the fucking Galleria no. to get thrown down five stories while I'm in a telephone booth. All right? <laughs> or or k- killed with a shotgun as I'm trying to mind my own business. <laughs> or just a giant guy's going to swing over me and I'm going to get killed by, I don't know, furniture. His, his boot grazing his the top of my skull. me in the face. The security guard's going to get thrown at you. Yeah. Our our leading lady, Ray Don Chong, is Tommy Chong's daughter. She was in the show Saint Elsewhere, something called Ooh, Mysterious man. Ways, and did 44 episodes. She still works pretty regularly. Yeah. She's basically the previous generation's Rashida Jones. And it's, I disagree with that. Well, just because she's <laughs> multiracial, you don't know what she is. Okay, that's cool. In uh, that case. Which that is fair? weird because she's responsible for Chris Pratt's entire career. She lives in Hawaii, and he was a waiter at a restaurant that she used to go to all the time. She got to know him and said he was really funny and should try to move to Hollywood and get into TV and movies. And she got him his first she, couple of days. She inspired Chris Pratt. She's responsible for Burt Macklin. That's insane. She's responsible for Star-Lord. She's responsible for Raptor Buddies. Wow, and, and she really, really took care of Andy. She really changed the course of film in her own yeah, way, she huh? she really did. Wow. Well, wow. She's, she's, she's vitally important. Son of a bitch. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> She needs, We're just, she needs a day named after her for that. Yeah. No I feel kidding. like we should just kind of pause and reflect for a while. <laughs> it's really weird. Uh, El General, Dan Hedea. Uh, fun fact, his mansion at the end fight is the same one from Beverly Hills Cop. 
Also, fun fact, he can shit out of his chin. He can shit out of his chin. He's Amazing. got a butt chin. That's like not even a butt. That is deep. <laughs> that is that is a fucking <laughs> ass. ass. He literally has it's an a ass on ass. his face. <laughs> It's insane. He's the There's di- a lot of butt chins in this movie. <laughs> yeah. His is that was clearly just- king. I think that's how they cast each <laughs> who was going to be the, the the guy in charge, just who had the deepest crevice. As was the style <laughs> at the time. Yeah. God, that's weird. You just walked in and there's a board that covered half your face. <laughs> <laughs> Next, you wore like a box with like the Batman cowl cut out. Yeah. Surprise! It's needs Arnold. <laughs> Oh, oh, you got us. Look at that guy's chin. You got us. Uh, he's the dad from Clueless. He's the uh, lawyer in the first Adams Family movie. He's in The Usual Suspects, and he was Rhea Perlman's husband on Cheers. Mm-hmm. What a douchebag. <laughs> Our villain, Vernon Wells. God damn it. Weird science. He was rancic on Power Rangers Time Force. Mm-hmm. He's done a ton of voice work, and I didn't realize this until I really dug deep. I didn't know we were in the presence of action movie royalty. He's Wes from The Road Warrior. Lose his weight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's super obvious. I was thinking about that today. Is he Australian? Yep. Yeah, he's Australian as shit. God. It wasn't an accident. He's he's not in the best shape of his life in this one. I don't know he is why. Not, he, I don't know why he all of a sudden is 100% sure that he can go blow to blow with Arnold. Yeah, I don't know movie. why they picked a guy who looked like he should be with us at Korean Barbecue. Yeah, he, <laughs> he looked like he just housed a tenant sub with me yeah. right before the show. He, he looks like a guy who's like, yeah, I have like eight or ten beers before I go to sleep. <laughs> you know, just to take the edge off. It helps just me to, not off. Yeah, it's not a problem. He, he looks. I like don't it. like wine. Okay, <laughs> it's not a big deal. He gets out of breath riding. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he gets out of breath mowing his lawn on a riding mower. <laughs> He's not that bad, but he doesn't look like an he, elite ex Delta Force he operative. He definitely was rock, stop Arnold. He definitely was rocking dad bod before it was a thing. <laughs> and then our our uh, General Kill- Kirby. He should have brought his chaps, by the way. <laughs> and we're back full circle. <laughs> season one. Season, season one. one. Oh, season one. Season, season one. one. Season one. James Olsen as General Kirby. Which, by the way, I thought they said General Pervy. <laughs> I wrote it literally down in my notes. And then I was like, oh, nope, they said it later. To be fair, the first time he sees Arnold, he's like, swift and silent, as per usual, and then gives his arm a reassuring squeeze. <laughs> Everyone, men and women, want to fuck Arnold Schwarzenegger in this movie. I think that was a note he had for the that script. Was a note. Everyone wants to fuck me. I'm very irresistible. I don't know if you've noticed. I'm charming as hell. I'm amazed you're still wearing pants. <laughs> Fine, I'll do it, but everyone wants, needs to fuck me. <laughs> I, I can't find uh, if he has died, but he last worked in 1990. Probably dead. Uh, Hawaii Five-0, tons of TV, and he's just he's no he's no Colonel Troutman from Rambo. No, he's no Richard Crenna. No, um, I I half expected Troutman to get out of the helicopter every time I see this. <laughs> yeah, well, the reason for that is is this movie is, and Arnold's admitted it. Yeah, is this movie is a direct response to Rambo? It 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 is not. It is a failure in that regard. <laughs> It is one hundred percent a failure, and that as a, as a response, explain that. Yeah, <laughs> well, was, well, because they saw it, and it's like uh, it was this was shot in like forty five days. <laughs> yeah, not that you can tell, <laughs> not that it's obvious. But they shot this in forty five days, and it came out like at the tail end of the year. Uh, Rambo two came out, yeah, and then it's like he's sitting there, he's watching it, and then it's like yeah, body paint. An old guy pulled yeah. out of retirement against his will, <laughs> yeah. and then he just murders an entire army. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's no—I mean, say what you want about Stallone—he does 
very hard tried to inject pathos. Yeah. Uh, and, Too hard in his later stuff. And, and Schwarzenegger <laughs> doesn't have time for that. No. No. I mean, they even they even have the, they have the Colonel Troutman stand in and General Kirby, mm-hmm. although he is a higher rank than Colonel Troutman. <laughs> <laughs> he is. And then and then uh, Arnold uh, R- Sylvester Stallone in Rambo was a Green Beret. And in this movie, Schwarzenegger oh, eats the, Green Berets for breakfast. For breakfast. Yeah, there's that. I'm very story. hungry. But it's, it's funny. Is, is, and then, you know, the, the biracial lady and all this other stuff. And he's like a war hero, except in this one, they recognize how amazing john matrix is unlike yeah. john rambo who gets shit on yeah the but when you hear stallone describe it before arnold arnold admitted it stallone's proof was like yeah it was like it was like a, it was a response to uh to rambo commando <laughs> that was his only proof that was his that <laughs> like, was his that was it like he besides all the other very obvious deep, parallels he, he under deep research he understood research. intrinsically what arnold had done just could not but the only proof that made sense to him was ending in a no <laughs> <laughs> that is what a back ass words way to get I, uh, he has I, an oscar for writing where can it's, i it's i don't even know that's Let's, like a point i bring know, guys, up in the last paragraph hard. on a research paper just to hit the page count i would i would open i would open with that as a joke yeah. <laughs> besides the glaringly obvious commando <laughs> rambo there are in fact a couple of other ways like, <laughs> Uh, as Sully is David Patrick Kelly, uh, he was in Warriors as Luther. Mm-hmm. Warriors, come out to play. He was in the movie Forty Eight Hours, whose character was also named Luther. He was in Last Man Standing with Bruce Willis, Flags of Our Fathers. He's Louis' therapist. He's Louis C.K.'s therapist on Louis. Oh, and he is in John Wick as Charlie, the cleanup guy. Good no, to see you again, Mister. Yep. He looks like that now? Yeah. The Undertaker? Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, when I first saw he was in John Wick, Whoa. for some reason I assumed he was the Russian priest. Yeah. And then I typed in John Wick, Charlie. And no it's, way. Yeah. Wow, he's aged a lot. Weirdly. <laughs> yeah. But his like, face is he's still like, smooth. But he's like hunched over yeah, he's just and shrunk. Like gotten smaller. Maybe it's a choice he made? Yeah, maybe. For the character? Maybe he did. I have no idea. But it's he the way plays, of all his roles on his he shoulder. He is... Can I say something? I watched this... And he is such a creep in this movie. He is like one he's of those a creep things, in every movie. But I like this movie specifically when he's uh, hitting on Radon hitting Tong. on her. You're just like, oh man, this is what it's like to be a woman. Yeah, this is what I don't understand that women are in a constant yeah. world of danger because they're creeps like this guy. Well, then it also it also comes back to uh, Twelve Angry Men inside Amy Schumer. Yeah, which you should all seek out and watch because it's an amazing 19 minutes of television. But it's like, oh. All she wants to, she's so crass. All she wants to do is talk about fucking, but she doesn't actually fuck all these people. Then she's even worse. She's a tease. And then, like, that's what yeah. this guy does. Yeah, he's like, 100%. He's like, he's like, hey, it's like, wait, looks like you need a date. Hey, you want to fuck? And she's like, get away from me. I don't want to fuck you. Fucking whore. You it's fucking like, whore. He walks away. What did you want? Did you want Mother Teresa or did you want a whore? He did. I don't know what he wanted. <laughs> it's awful, though. But, like, it's, it was giving me, I was being like, a watching, woman I was is like, terrible. I was like, yeah, yep. Every yep. every man was a creep in this movie except for Arnold. But really. he's like, probably a creep in real life. But like, he did kiss his daughter in the mouth way too much. <laughs> is that weird? I mean, it's okay. I get it. But it also was like it was like that's too not much. Actually, your daughter. Yeah, and you're not a <laughs> you good know? actor at this point. In yeah, your career, so, so it's like, not like you're making a Daniel Day Lewis choice. Yeah, yeah. It just was weird. We'll get there. We'll get to the montage. <laughs> She's gonna be hot someday. Better start sowing <laughs> the seeds. I called it. <laughs> she will have visible abs. 
Speaking of, Alyssa Milano, uh, she's from Charmed, Who's the Boss, My Dreams, and Star Lord's Ship. <laughs> Chris Pratt, we just brought it full circle. There we did. Yeah. We did it. The Milano. Yeah. And uh, uncredited is our good friend. And my personal hero, Bill Goddamn Paxton, yes. is on the radio. doing a great. I guess Air I would traffic you, can you even call it a cameo. <laughs> it's not really a cameo because he wasn't famous <laughs> enough to do it yet. A year after Terminator, a year before Aliens. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Beautiful. Uh, the country Arnold is supposed to invade but doesn't is Val Verde. It is the same fictional company uh, country the terrorists from Die Hard Two are from, and mm-hmm. Arnold is in in Predator. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, there's a shirt. Mm-hmm. I think off shirtoid. Salsa I want to buy that is Valverde, uh, Valverde like That's a Valverde tourism shirt. Oh, we should use that in a script one day. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's good. With all that, along with all that loose ham, mm-hmm. uh, the oh, surplus store ham. he goes to is real. It's called Surplus City. It's in Sun Valley, California. Well, Sun Valley, if you're going to break, that's the place to break into basically anywhere. <laughs> to be honest, there's nothing there. It's uh, the economy. Not a lot of, the economy is largely meth. Genuinely shocked that the cops show up that quickly if they're in Sun Valley. Whether well, this was back in the day, whether you want to break into a hardware shop or fight in a mall, the valley's got everything. The, the valley has everything. All. Don't do it in Hollywood proper. That place is dangerous. If you want to steal machine guns from a hardware store or have a brawl in the mall, the valley has it all. <laughs> oh. Um, and then in 2008, this was remade by Mikhail Poronchenkov, yes. who also starred in it. He's currently wanted for terrorism in the Ukraine. <laughs> you That's guys a, should look. You guys have to look. The, up the trailer, trailer will be on the. Him. It'll be on the. It'll it's, be on the blog. Oh, thank if I God. can remember the password. Oh, it's so good. And then, um, is it easy to get on the Ukraine terrorists? <laughs> well, apparently, he went there as press and was wearing body armor with press emblazoned on it. <laughs> But then climbed on top of a tank and fired a fifty caliber machine gun into the side of a building on camera, and thus he is now wanted for terrorism in the Ukraine. <laughs> wow! It seems like a cash Sunday in the Ukraine. Yeah, that's my thing. Is. My thing. When, when I really hear, that guy of everyone. When I hear you're wanted for terrorism in Eastern Europe, I'm like, whoa! He must have done some fucked up shit. <laughs> no, it just sounds like he was being a drunk redneck. <laughs> that's it. He just did it in a public place. But it's the Ukraine, so you just you just can do it anywhere. He's probably trying to decorate. I don't know. <laughs> He's just like, a, we got to break down this building? Was he? I don't know. He was probably under construction. He was probably helping. And then I'm not, we don't encourage piracy. Nor on, terrorism? On Climax. <laughs> but I bet if you looked hard enough on YouTube, you could watch the entire Russian version of Commando. <laughs> it's That uh, will not be linked in the blog. No, da, but da, it da, is. Da, 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 it, da, 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 Kamansko. <laughs> Kamansky. 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 Uh, wow. God bless him. Uh, and then we should have been doing this the entire time. I've only done it for Arnold movies. Mm-hmm. But the taglines are always amazing for Schwarzenegger films. Yeah. And the two for this one are, somewhere, somehow, someone's going to pay. <laughs> and so it generic. could be you. It's so generic and so it's threatening you. And it's literally threatening the audience. Man, I hope he gets Dan Hedaya and <laughs> Vernon Wells or we might be next. <laughs> and then the other one is... If there's a mission that no one can survive, then he's the man for the job. Okay. Implying like he's an immortal one. vampire warlord. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Doesn't really relate to this, but okay. Let's okay, see. so I always forget the opening of this movie. Yes. Because I, all I remember is the montage at the beginning. I forget the two murders <laughs> that open up the film. Oh, uh, yeah. It's just a casual, you know, Wednesday. Casual trash. Lots murder. of murder going on okay, in the city. I, I don't... 
I despise uh, cinema sins and mm-hmm. everything it stands for. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm sorry you guys failed at writing, mm-hmm. but you shouldn't take it out on movies. Yeah. That <laughs> people got made. Uh, but the bad guy's plan depends on a rich white man in Southern California taking out his own garbage. Yeah. It's not no. a good. It's not <laughs> no. a good plan. Well, let alone uh, that he hears hears them coming. Yeah, and <laughs> wakes play, up and then wakes up and then. Well, he is that Delta wife, Force, so yeah. his senses are just heightened. Arnold yeah. smelled them coming. I know. <laughs> I know he did. <laughs> oh God, damn it! So yeah, he probably did smell the, yeah. the trash truck coming. But a, a part of me wants to see like the day before, like the three days before. Mm-hmm. They're in the trash truck when he comes out. Right, every day. Just, just a, a week. A whole week. <laughs> they just never change their plan. It's not a... It's a bad plan. Yeah. It's you know, a really bad you, plan. You know, you, know, you know what the best version of that plan is? Gardeners. Yeah. And then you walk up to the house and then like bang against his window with the weed eater. Yeah. And then when he sits up in bed, you shoot him through the window. Yeah. Or that he comes out to yell at you to turn <laughs> yeah. off the leaf And then blower. you could get into an actual getaway vehicle, not a slow, loud garbage truck, just, truck that yeah. everyone knows is there. Yeah. Well, it's, I have, not the be- it's not the most elegant plan, Well, but, but the, it did work. But then the other one is, is they hit that guy with the car. Yeah, but it's an action movie. <laughs> I mean, most of the time, getting hit by a car is nothing. You yeah, roll, I thought he was you roll be up fine. it, and then you have a limp for a while. No, he's dead. He's gone. Yeah. That might, I do I appreciate think that. Was that, that my poor sap for this? Yeah, yeah. And the worst part is you don't realize either of those guys are ex, ex Delta Delta <laughs> until later. Yeah. So especially later on, it's a big surprise with the uh, the car dealership guy <laughs> who seemed very comfortable being a car dealership salesman but this isn't this isn't rambo if yeah. you're a success in the military that makes you a success in the real world sure that makes sense that's that's arnold logic not stallone yeah. logic no <laughs> yeah stallone is if you're in the military too long it you're broken you. forever <laughs> yeah and, and then either stay in that world or and then, go Schwarz- outside and, then, and, don't and function. then schwarzenegger treated it as a bodybuilder where it's like i have all this training and knowledge of course i'm successful everywhere <laughs> you know what i didn't even Flies think that, that was yeah arnold's old teammate <laughs> Yeah. I thought that's just that dude stealing a car and killing. Him. Yeah, right. it's well. I no, also because could... then they fake blow up Vernon Wells's boat. Yeah, and then he goes, three of your team's been killed." My God, so and so, so and so, and what's his name? I don't remember that guy. Wait, which one? <laughs> the fat guy. Oh, Bennett. Yeah, Bennett, fat guy, Chubbs. <laughs> you know, Chubbs, <laughs> King Chubbs. The guy I defended is not that fat. You know, Ten minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the guy who hoped the chainmail and and cargo spandex pants would die his shape. Excellent mustache though. Oh he amazing great. God. I, I feel like there's a bad guy named Bennett or someone named Bennett in every Arnold movie. I don't know. Is there? Do you think so the what, reason wait, what about kindergarten cop? Is that Bennett or uh No, it's not Bennett. Oh. I don't think it's Bennett. Is there Bennett? I don't know, it but feels like I just he's love really good Bennett. at saying Bennett. Yeah, I lit off some steam. Bennett. Bennett. No, because the dialogue in this movie's bad, and every time he sees Bennett, he says he Bennett. says Bennett. <laughs> I'll be back, Bennett. <laughs> what, John? I'll be waiting. God damn it! God. After the two faith murders, we open. We get to the true opening. Yes, uh, and I always forget. That this isn't the beginning of the movie, because there's nothing better than Arnold doing man stuff in the woods. Yes. Just kidding. He's the best dad ever. He... (laughs) No, it's close-up of biceps and a chainsaw. And boots. And then him 
walking with holding a tree. A not whole a log. tree. Not a log. A tree. A, a tree. whole goddamn tree that he went deep in the woods to yeah. get. Back he's to walking his by house. trees as big as the one he has in his house. He's arms. walking it back to his house, which he probably built. Yes. The gorgeous <laughs> house. And then and then and then I always forget that the reason his daughter sneaks up on him is because we just watched three men, well really two, mm-hmm. die. And we think Arnold's next, and this is going to yeah. kick off the movie. And then it's his daughter. And it's like, Jenny, you're stalking shit. <laughs> what if you're being hunted in I the jungle, <laughs> or the desert, or the tundra, or the forest? You're terrible. Which is like the jungle, but cold. <laughs> what then? <laughs> I saw your reflection in the axe. Why do we train? <laughs> Why do I teach you to be a stone-cold killer? <laughs> Why am I teaching you jits? <laughs> Okay, he's fucking teach her taekwondo. So he's teaching her form too. I, taekwondo. I, I genuinely, I swear to God, I always forget that this montage happened. It, what, do, it's what do we have? It's fucking crazy. It's tickle fight. Tickle fight. Ice into cream kisses. Ice cream kisses to feeding a deer to or jitsing. What animal would look at a man of Arnold's proportions and be like, I'm going to approach him? <laughs> I'm like pretty every time. I, there's two things. I always forget the montage exists, period. But then I'm into it. I'm like, oh, God, this is so weird. And then when that fucking deer shows up, I swear to God, I I laugh until I cry. And I don't get to see the rest of the fucking montage. Okay. I just like, enjoy, well, this, enjoy this now, dear. In a couple of years, you'll be lunch. No, because, and then after no, that. he snapped its neck after they fed it. And then they ate it. No, the only person. had to learn about death. The only person stone cold enough to snap a deer's neck in front of us is Gina Davis. And the longest goodnight. And that was. That was a mercy kill. Yeah. This is for survival. And then Chayton from Banshee. Well, yeah. No. And it wasn't survival. He's clearly doing well. He doesn't have to go out and barehanded murder deer. He just teaches his daughter. It it was another lesson for Uh, her. Fishing. No, but yeah. Then it's fishing. fishing, And then it's uh, pool time. Oh, God. And then it's him going to the fridge Mm -hmm. in his own home and then closing the door and looking up and seeing a note from her. That she ostensibly made ten minutes ago to hang the fridge that says "I love you, Daddy," and he gives one of those like, "Oh, okay, all right." All right. And then she made a mystery sandwich. I think she literally says Sandwiches. it's your favorite sandwich. And then he was like, "What's on this?" She goes, "You don't want to know." And then he eats it. <laughs> and then the helicopter shows up. It's like, what does that Because it was the deer. It was the deer. I guess. <laughs> yeah, she, I get it. It's just. A, I just assumed she was like, "Yeah, it's like grape jelly and potato chips, Dad." <laughs> The dad favorite, the John Matrix special, but it's like white and green. Yeah, it looked like there was pesto in it. I don't know. I really wish you would have killed that dad, that deer dad, <laughs> so we would have had something besides pesto and mint sandwiches. Yeah, we got that fish, don't we? No, he doesn't have anything. They no. threw the fish no. away. No, you wanted to see how far you could throw the fish. He's the worst dad ever. Their their kitchen clearly has nothing in it, and she just got took whatever like condiments they had in the fridge and in their cabinets and made a sandwich yeah he's like surface level good dad yeah <laughs> but when you get down to it there's no food in the <laughs> she's fridge starving and the they're <laughs> feeding her better when she's in captivity than when she's with john matrix yeah, only because she she's probably not trying eating... to eat some of that deer food <laughs> yeah because she's not eating algae sandwiches <laughs> scraping it off rocks under the bread 
what that montage was missing was them going shopping for overalls together. <laughs> I wish it would have somehow gotten to them. <laughs> that would have been really good. Him and matching overalls. Him and matching overalls would have been really good. It's Oshkosh Bagash. <laughs> Did you even know they make them in my size? Come, come. I'll put you in my pouch. <laughs> I will be like the father kangaroo. <laughs> I could put a sledgehammer in this pocket and you could have a regular hammer. <laughs> My Arnold's awful. <laughs> but, I mean, it made sense. But you capture the essence. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing: is like in a, in a in a perfect normal one would look tiny on him. In a in a perfect world, oh, no. in a perfect world, we would have in season two we would have a new uh, theme song, and I want like an '80s synth soaked. Oh yeah, orgasm. Okay. And this is the music. This is the movie that I would send to anyone who would make that song for us. Be like, make it like this. Yeah. The only problem is when we see the badass title of the movie, Commando. Yeah. It's over like light church synth. Yes. And then her doing form two of Taekwondo to earn her yellow belt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, her form's good though. Her form's great. She looks good. She's fierce. Um, and then we get a sweet boy George burn. What do they just call him, Girl George? I don't like gay people. They confuse me. <laughs> and then I he, do not he like becomes, gender issues. Where does the other wiener go? <laughs> Inside the first wiener? <laughs> I don't understand it. But then he becomes mayor or governor of the gay yeah. state in the union. I don't understand. I like, yeah, I like the idea that he just doesn't understand how how sex among gay men. He's not work. offended. He just doesn't he has no idea. He's like, I get creeped out when I touch mine. Is the vagina under the balls? <laughs> Is the vagina under the balls? <laughs> it's a fair question. <laughs> it's not. Maybe we gotta go. I gotta go. We're ten minutes into this movie. <laughs> Oh no! Why did that get me? Then we're back. Sorry, (laughs) it really got me. It's a really, it's a really visual joke. Uh, Season one. Season one. Season one. So General Kirby shows up, and then I started doing the how amazing is Arnold count. We get three right away. Yeah. Silent and smooth, just like always. Reassuring bicep feel. (laughs) And then I'll leave these two guys here with you. They any good? Real good. But not as good as you were. Tricep squeeze. (laughs) (laughs) He just touches a different muscle group every time. And then the second the helicopter (laughs) is past a tree line, they get attacked. (laughs) And he smelled them coming. And he goes, 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 they're moving. They're coming in from downwind. You think I can smell them coming? I did. I did. I did. And then we moved past it. Me? Yeah. We moved past it because apparently there's a machine at the gym that enhances your senses. <laughs> a lot of fucking good it did for him smelling them. Yeah, apparently. Okay, so I have to get my rifle from the shed. It's a G3 military assault rifle. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure the code for his door is one and three. <laughs> I didn't even pay attention. I had to rewind it. I'm like, one, three. I'm like, he hits two buttons and I'm pretty sure they're one and three. What? The murder shed? Yeah, code. Ye old murder shed. (laughs) I keep my guns in my shed. It's probably one in three because that's how old his daughter is. No, no, it's because she's 11 and she would never guess 13. (laughs) (laughs) 
She knows I hate 13. She knows it's unlucky for bad guys. Because that's where my guns are. For bad guys. You get it. He looks at an imaginary camera. She's like, what are you looking at? You know. Ex- he's explaining it to the director. Come on. That's why there's no special features on the Blu-ray. <laughs> Wait, have you guys watched a commentary with Arnold? No. no. He just narrates what's happening on screen. That's okay. Okay. I, think okay. I, have- I go to the door. They're there. <laughs> I get out of the way. The bullets. I grab my gun. I sh- I'm shooting them. I move through the buildings. I gotta find where my daughter is. Well, well that's that's awesome. what it's like. That's all no, of this commentary. Well, that's, yeah. that's awesome. That's actually pretty nice for blind people. <laughs> <laughs> then they should get someone who speaks yeah. English. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. So the first thing a bad guy says to Arnold in this movie is, "Mellow out, man." <laughs> Bold. That's fucking yeah. What kind of advice is that? That's fucking bold. It's terrible advice. Mellow out, man. That was uh, written by someone who came of age in the sixties. Yeah, yeah. It was. That's what that looks like. Also, not what you'd say to Arnold. <laughs> but then, and then I, I realized something. It's one of my favorite lines: "Is you better cooperate." Right? Yes. And the reason, yes. the only reason he says you better cooperate, right, is so Arnold can go wrong, wrong. and then yeah. shoot him because you just go. So you, you'd better cooperate. Period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he goes, better cooperate, right? Wrong, wrong. Uh, that's Shoots maybe him in the face. that's one of the most satisfying, I think, action movie moments yeah. ever. Yeah, because it's just it built on that trope and then completely broke it. And he does that. I mean, I think that's the biggest one. That that's the biggest. <clears throat> this whole movie is built on the idea that he immediately doesn't do what the bad guys yeah, want. Yeah, immediately puts his fate into yeah. his own hands. He's not yeah. playing catch up. Yeah, or for, do what the bad guy says. For 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 all the all the badness of this movie, Arnold is very proactive. Yeah. And he <laughs> finds out stuff himself. Yes. Like later when they go to the airfield, mm-hmm. he gets the plans and he deduces where they probably are. Yeah. And like he's never Salsa told Verde. he never yeah, he never calls General Kerbin's like what could they possibly be? The only- and he's like, satellite imaging puts them. Mm-hmm. He finds out everything by himself. The, literally the only clue he gets given to him is when he gets the hotel key from Sully. But even then, he, That's it. he runs Sully off the road mm-hmm. and pulls the key out of his yeah. thing. And then when he's like, and Sully's like, I'll tell you where he is. But I already know. Yeah. <laughs> Idiot. Idiot. Did you feel my giant hand in your pants? <laughs> Looking for I the touched vagina. you. Looking for the vagina under your balls. <laughs> Touch your balls, vagina. <laughs> is one of the dicks bigger and then the other one slides inside of it? I don't understand. It kind of hugs it like a giant man hugging a little man. <laughs> Jenny, tell your father. <laughs> oh, he just doesn't get it. I like to think he still doesn't know. <laughs> I, like, I like his Vin Diesel plan of rolling the car. Oh, downhill. it's a great plan. Oh, I no. love that plan. Oh, no, my car engine's been tampered with. <laughs> I'm mightier than any car. <laughs> and then he just pushes it. And then he Fred Flintstones down the side yeah. of a cliff. I love that it almost works. <laughs> I actually, it, it it just, in any other movie, it also would have worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He would have careened into the side of one of them and barehanded murdered the rest of them. <laughs> it would have been good. I'm pretty happy that it didn't work out. Though the reveal of uh, Bennett, <laughs> I feel it's not... It just does not hold weight because he looks like a dickhead. Okay, I want to. Okay, so. Oh, and then another. He's got the gloves too. (laughs) All right, real fast, just another moment of how awesome Arnold is compared to everyone else. Number four, he's the hero of the revolution in a country he's not even from. And was there maybe a week. And he was there for Black Ops, yeah. where no one should have learned his name. He's the hero of the revolution. Zero people should know his name. Okay, so let's take a moment to discuss Bennett's ensemble. I'm going to read it off. 
chainmail tank, not fishnet, chainmail. Yes. Dog tags on a literal dog chain. Mm-hmm. Textured oh, yeah. sleeveless t-shirt. Fingerless gloves. Mm-hmm. Either leather cargo pants or dance tights with <laughs> pant pockets sewn on them. It changes no scene idea. to scene. Yeah. An old-timey lifting belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has a lifting belt on. <laughs> Boots, Fuck him, man. A cowboy hip it's holster. A, it's a girdle. Where does he keep anything? <laughs> the pockets. In his pockets. Oh, in his cargo. Tights. On his dance tight cargo pocket. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so Arnold's going to show up in, like, tactical gear. And then, like, everything Arnold had, like, the yeah. vest he was wearing, mm-hmm. is what in the 80s Air Force pararescue war and couldn't be bought commercially. Yeah. They just gave it to Arnold for the movie. God damn it. And then his knife was made by like a combat knife specialist. God damn it. Just for cool. his grip and hand. Yeah. And then they're like, and then the bad guy, I don't know, um, a gay Terminator. <laughs> like, like, what are we going to make him look What are like? we going to do? I don't know. What's the opposite of this? <laughs> what about the guy who looks like he would rape all of west hollywood <laughs> how about a frumpy guy who kind of half-assed his larp costume what about a dude who was probably like defensive end for iowa state what about didn't make the pros <laughs> and drinks a lot that seems right what about a frankenstein freddie mercury <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's it nick just dumped on us <laughs> I'm so glad I got mine out first before Nick ended it. Holy shit. Frankenstein Freddie Mercury. Oh my god. He's Freddie Mercury's dad. No son of mine's gonna be gay. Freddie Mercury's disapproving dad. He understands all too well how the underball vagina works. But he'll never admit it. it. He will never admit it. Wow. Oh. Wow. Yep. Yeah, that was perfect. Season finale. Yeah, season finale, guys. Season finale. Wow. Uh, wow, he's dressed. Thanks yeah. For that. <laughs> Literally, his whole outfit makes sense in that regard. Everything makes focus. sense. Fuck, I gotta go. He influenced his. Oh, God. Anyway, whatever. Kyle, Nick, you got this. Can you give Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, can you give Nick a ride back to our apartment? I gotta yeah. go. Yeah, we gotta go. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. Nick, finish the podcast by yourself. I'm pretty sure we're gonna be hammered. Oh, God. <laughs> this is over. Oh, yeah, we have a Comcast uh, record later tonight. Uh, ew, that's bad. Um, okay, so. Real chill, I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. So this preceded Terminator, so. Or wait, no. I thought this was after. after. This okay. is one year right after. after. That's why he said it. Everyone's yeah. like, he said the thing. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and serious. And I, I said this earlier. I don't know if we were recording then, but everyone makes fun of it. It's a part of everyone's Arnold impression. But you're a funny guy, Sully. I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last. It's stone fucking cold. I to like turn that. to a man yes. as you're about to be escorted at gunpoint onto an airplane. Yeah. And then they're holding your daughter hostage. And you mm-hmm. still have your druthers to turn and look someone in the eye and go. This and, is and, and not only claim you're going to kill everyone between him and you. <laughs> yes. But you're going to be at the you're- point where you can choose when you're going to off him. Yeah. Not like you're going to kill him when you get the chance. No. You you could you could mow through half the guys, reach him, and you're gonna somehow save him for later. And then and then you're just gonna shove him into a, like a closet. Yeah. Are you are you gonna let him go? You're gonna toss him car keys. Yeah. So you can kill the so other half of the away. guys. Yeah. So you can go get him. And yeah. you can't do anything to stop it. Stone fucking cold. Yeah. Um. Why? So then, <laughs> Enrique takes him on the plane with a sweet bucket hat. 
<laughs> Why don't we finger guns each other in acknowledgement? I feel like that should be climax. It should happen thing. more often. I think, and then Henchies, I think you should do that. That should be your secret handshake. Just, when you meet someone and you just give them like a real casual gun finger. Yeah. Wait, are we bending the forefinger or are we bending no, no, the no, thumb? I think you're bending the thumb. You gotta do the thumb. We bend the, the thumb. thumb. And then you just do that. And if someone does it back to you, you know they're a fan of the cast. And if you do it to someone that you're publicly known to hate, don't do that. Don't do that. No, no, no. no, no. no. In, the original spirit is Enrique to Solly. It's it's yeah, a yeah. friendship gun finger. Yeah. yeah, I like that. So I think that should be your secret handshake to identify each other out in the field. A hundred percent. So Arnold gets on the ship. It gets on the plane, <laughs> and then the guy says, "Open your mouth again, and I'll nail it shut." That guy is fucking ballsy. Ballsy, <laughs> ballsy for is... a guy dressed like that. Yeah. Yes. The, first off, white suit with the Hawaiian shirt under it. I will wear that. Okay, that's fine. Not the hat, though. No, never the hat. Never the hat. That man's one of the ugliest people I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Expand. That's, I, well, I mean, I was going to... Well, I mean, I have... I had something in my head to say, but I realized it was far too insensitive. So <laughs> borderline racist. Yeah, not even racist. Really just interesting. Genuinely insensitive. Wow. Yeah, to a lot of people. I know that. <laughs> that man kind of seems like the guy that would be sitting on the side of the freeway and would spit teeth at you. <laughs> yeah, because Arnold knocked him all loose with that vicious elbow. <laughs> I love oh, no, he the way he murders him, right? this man. I love that. Uh, I don't know if you're sitting beside Arnold and he immediately requests. Blanket and pillow. <laughs> Are you just like that you, guy? Was probably like, we've cowed him enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna finally just chill and go. I guess <laughs> the I journey's would be over. We're on a some plane. sort of attempt at escape, wouldn't you? Not to mention the favor Arnold did all of those stewardesses. Mm-hmm. If this guy's anything like his best friend Sully, yeah, oh yeah, constantly mm. trying to fuck, yeah, a stewardess on that plane. Oh, thank God. Uh, Which did you notice? They said uh, before takeoff, please. Uh, extinguish all cigarettes. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh yeah, there's 85. a time of place. It's a different time. In, well, yeah, it's a it Sully starts. Uh, Sully's not going, in the middle of the airport. Snully's, Sully's not going on a plane, and he is went to- through security. <laughs> yeah, a different time. Yeah, yeah, it was a little different. Yeah, uh, kids. For those of you who are too young to remember, uh, it used to be if you were picking up someone from the airport, you could go outside their gate. Yeah, you just had to go through security. You didn't have to have a boarding pass. You didn't have a ticket. You just had to submit to security. Mm-hmm. And then you could wait for your family members outside the gate to pick them up and then walk back to your car. Yeah, it right. doesn't really work that way. Pre-9-11. Yep. My two notes after open your mouth and I'll nail it shut is <laughs> Aaron keeps thinking they can just talk shit to Arnold. Brazenly, everyone talks shit to Arnold Schwarzenegger in this movie. And then Genuinely don't get it. The movie does an amazing job of making sure everyone deserves what's coming to them. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. it's incredible. He's dead tired. Please, please don't disturb my friend. He's dead, dead tired. There was no pause in the middle, though. It was, uh, please don't disturb my friend. He's dead tired. Yeah, Arnold didn't <laughs> have his timing. Um, he's here's down my just question. Yet. I was going to ask you something. Uh, when Arnold jumps out of the plane, are there a lot of swamps in LA? No. Where was that? Long they? Beach? I don't know. I guess maybe. No, because he's no in idea. Sun Valley. That's north. Yeah. I, maybe there's Santa Monica. Yeah, there, there's airport. actual vegetation. You know. Yeah. No, but when you leave. LA. Listen, X. it goes you go out over the ocean, yeah. but you don't go over a goddamn swamp like Yeah, that's why I was like, oh, he's just gonna drop in the ocean. That Is it Orange County, over. maybe? Yeah, maybe. Is anyone floating out of John Wayne? No. 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 Maybe it's Orange be. County. Maybe. 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 I have no idea. It's Orange County as far as everyone knows. But my thought but, but was that did, it, he, I was like, oh, that is way better than just going straight in the ocean. Got some cushy cushy vegetation to land ha- on. Ha- having said that, he's definitely dropped off at the Tom Bradley 
number four at LAX. Oh, yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. A truck inside an airport. Whoa. <laughs> Kogi. Whoa. Okay, so then when he Kogi jumped- truck in an airport. What is this? There's too many carbs in this. I can't have it. No, thank you. I'll just have the Pac-Man burger. No bun. No pineapple. <laughs> well, was the pineapple soaked in? And then someone behind him sighs, and he just backhands them <laughs> across, across Terminal 4. Um <clears throat> That was some fucking Three Stooges shit. Yeah. Because it was an 80s dummy, so yeah. one hand is pinned to the body, and the other one just flies free, <laughs> yeah. and there's no bend in the elbow. There's, uh, and you see it hit the water, and then there's the fucking jump cut to him bursting yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> He's, uh, you get some great glimpses of his stunt double a couple times in this movie, and that guy has a really good wig. <laughs> it's an amazing wig. It's a really great wig that I wish I owned. <laughs> We gotta look it up <laughs> so you can fight Galamco in his curly hair. I would say that's a pretty exciting escape of a plane. I did like it. I love it. Was it was the fucking longest way around the barn, but yeah. it made sense. It's like, yeah, it's like we really want him to like jump off the landing gears. It's being pulled back into the plane. Mm-hmm. Why would he do that? Why wouldn't he just escape? Another? It's like maybe someone's watching him from the window. Okay. Perfect. Sure. All of my all yeah. of my questions yeah. are answered. Yeah. yeah. Also, that plane like waited pretty long to take off. Yeah, if, it did. If it's just now getting up and the runway ended after you took took off, Maybe that's that's pushing the limit. I have no. <laughs> like if no, if you're like um, yeah. if you actually you know, uh, Henshi, if any of you yeah. are pilots. <laughs> What is your height at the end of the runway? There's genuinely a lot of pilot-related questions, I think, in this movie. <laughs> I mean, I, I've flown how a lot. Many, how many planes have secret Dobermans in the belly? <laughs> is that normal? Is that typical? Oh, no, I've, that fl- like? I've flown a lot, and I just know, like, once you're up in the air, once you lift off, there's still a lot amount of uh, runway left. Maybe not the John I Wayne. Know. I don't know. This is pre-9-11, it's, it's a movie, though. It's pre-9-11, Nick. Yeah. It's fine. It's great. Back when the swamps ruled all of Hawthorne and Inglewood surrounding LA. I have no idea. Apparently, Inglewood was just a swamp. It's just dimetrodons mm-hmm. and, lo- and plesiosaurs <laughs> snatching people off the banks. That makes a lot of sense. Until we paved over and put in strip clubs. <laughs> it's just, and then he's just running across the tarmac. No one cares. The entire part Genuinely of this movie no one cares. is impossible in the current climate. Yeah, you could never if you remade Commando, which. I'm willing to do for money. Yeah, uh, this part of the movie is literally impossible in the current climate. Yeah, no. So then we cut back to see how Jenny's doing, and then we get another number six. Okay, so number five of how awesome Arnold is is uh, oh yeah any sign of Matrix uh, when Colonel Kirby's at the house any sign of Matrix no sir just those bodies do you think there's more sir if he's still alive I'd expect a lot more yeah and number six is uh, and then your daddy will come back for you. Won't that be nice? Not as nice as watching him smash her face in. <laughs> great. That a lot. She inherited that. That's I great. also... Uh, that was a bold stance for someone in white overalls. I, I thought it was kind of weird. I, they're like pastel. Aren't they like pastel, pastel checkered? gray or something? Yeah. I don't know. I'd like to see Nick in them. Is the point. <laughs> Why me? I don't know. I'd put stickers on them. Like, <laughs> but like skulls and stuff. Like I'd have my mom sew a couple patches but on. like, But like dirt bike stickers. Come on. I can't The Grave Digger logo. <laughs> can't remember the last time I rocked overalls. I was fourteen for tomorrow. <laughs> I was fourteen. Oh, you were fourteen? Yeah, I I know I've rocked them in the past. I was mucking out a barn and they're the only 
pair of clothing that my grandparents said. Oh, care yeah, like, but you were using them like practical. I was wearing. I was yeah. It was because I was like, I will never wear these again. Mm, yeah. Let me ruin them to the point where it's literally. They I literally get to burn away. them. Yeah. yeah. yeah Either burn them in Grandpa's trash barrel. Oh, uh, maybe his junior high fun. era, like a jinko. No, <laughs> jinko overall. Jinko, uh, jinko overall. Jinko overalls. Weird. Okay, it, there's there's something I'm noticing uh, in Los Angeles, and it's becoming more and more prevalent. But it's like if you're an attractive human being, yes, you can wear uglier clothes. Yeah. To prove how attractive you are, because you still look good in them. There was literally a girl. I saw at a hot that party chick. last night that was dressed like mid nineties Alyssa Milano. I saw her. Have been super embarrassing, but wasn't. But for some reason, Cause she, wasn't because she was fu- probably fucking twenty two. Yeah, and gorgeous without and, an ounce of fat yeah. on her. Yeah, fuck that chick. Yeah, I'll fight her. Yeah, I'll fight. I'll fight her the streets. Yeah. I'll, I'll, take her, to. I'll take her to dinner. <laughs> I'll fight I'll her. I'll take her to dinner. <laughs> I'll fight her in Colgate. Yeah. yeah. Miracle yeah. Mile. Yeah. Um, That's where fights happen. Uh, no one looked that up. <laughs> it's too close to my house. Henchies, <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Please don't know where I live. Um, okay, so. I like the Henchies. We already discussed Sully being a creep and how hard it is to be a woman in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, follows her to her car. Yeah. <laughs> and then. That's so fucking creepy. And then Arnold follows her out there. Why did he rip the car seat out if he's just going to sit normally? I don't know. You can still see him easily. I think it was just to be like, oh, yeah, remember how strong he is, guys? Audience, do you remember how strong Arnold is? I don't know. He he probably couldn't fit in those that car yeah do you think it was a stealth move or do you think it was just so he would fit in the Miata? I thought he was going to lay down. I've got a shoe. My, my shoe's he, bigger than this car. I thought he was gonna like Indian style, sit down and then be able to lay down. Yeah, nope. my my, my nope. dad's got but an old Mercedes that. convertible that's about the size and era of that car. I barely fit in it now, and I'm not in so Arnold. Arnold shape, definitely so yeah. not a stealth mission. Okay. It was merely practical. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. This is why we do these podcasts. Yeah, guys, you to learn that shit out. <laughs> to learn, mm-hmm. Henchies, That's why you're here. Yeah. Um, so we go to. But Kyle's keep in mind that car has no passenger seat. Yeah. Yeah, that'll come up later. <laughs> so we go to Kyle's favorite mall, the Galleria and the Shokes. Oh God! And this is Exhibit A of why you don't send Arnold on a stealth mission. <laughs> Everyone immediately sees the giant man. Yeah. Obviously, who's still soaked in swamp mo- yeah. swamp water, <laughs> peering around a pole like he's in a fucking Scooby Doo, like yeah. He's, in the entire top half of his body. He literally can't be hidden by anything in that mall. <laughs> Nothing in that mall is big enough to hide his body. Maybe the elevator doors if they're closed. Yeah. <laughs> so that's ironically enough, the mall is the only thing that will hide him in the mall. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just just being of it. Um, Smart move on her part, though. And then, just like yeah. No, she plays it exactly how you should as a human. <laughs> like, I would absolutely not believe this man, nor would I care about his struggle and i'm absolutely <laughs> going to talk to the security guard first thing and then to continue this movie's theme of absolute confidence yes the black security guard oh yeah granted oh, granted he hasn't even seen it. arnold yet yeah, yeah, yeah but the but fact that him. he thinks mall security to get him laid yeah is amazing yeah he's talking to two white ladies and he's just like Want to see me kick some ass? Attention, all units! Emergency on theater level. Suspect is six foot two, brown hair, and is one gigantic motherfucker. By the way, God damn it! The, when they showed the second cop, they called for backup. I thought it was. I was like, is that a fake person? He looked like a mannequin, like a black mannequin. <laughs> Can I tell you something that's especially concerning? All of these mall cops have guns, <laughs> but they don't use them. I mean, they do use them. 
Okay, eventually. This, yeah. One, but it's this not. mall security staff is the best mall security, best in shape. And there's mall a security fucking outside. army. Yeah, and there's so many of them employed. There's a solid 30 of them. Good on you, mall. Yeah. Sherman Oaks Mall. And that place is not that safe. And you know it's not the 20 teens because no one shot him immediately. (laughs) Um, Well, he's white. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, there it is. Um, I love how uh, Sully is so dead set on fucking Radon Chong. He leaves the passports on the table. He leaves the money and the passports on the he table. Just st- still wants to get his dick wet in the <laughs> middle of this like terrible situation. And then um, I know he's a good guy, or at least he's not a bad guy. Mm-hmm. But I would like to extend the honorable mention mention henchman sure uh big shout out to the security guards that watched a man charge a guy with a gun yeah. unfazed <laughs> rip a phone booth the gunman standing it out of the ground gorilla press it above his head yes. and spike it <laughs> yes. and they charge the man anyway <laughs> i just i mean the bravery I'm, i just want to raise my glasses wow. to those mooks god bless for going them. hard wow they really did it season one guys <laughs> yeah. they just season one finale <laughs> when he picked up the phone booth to spike it. That was a ballsy move because the guy had a gun. He shot at him through the window. <laughs> he shot at him through the window. What if, I don't know, he just kept shooting? Sh- yes. Yeah. He, he fired once and yeah. then while Arnold's shaking the phone booth, like, he's just like, I forgot how my gun works. <laughs> Honestly, oh, I no, can't understand. My bullets are scared of him. <laughs> I mean... Okay, so earlier when the guy's like, well, you better cooperate, right? Wrong. If you've ever watched an action movie with me and I'm not really feeling it, my favorite thing to do is just go, bang. Bang, 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 bang. (laughs) When someone has the opportunity to shoot someone else. Oh, yeah. That was a bang, 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 bang situation. The first one, when I said bang, Arnold shot the guy. Yeah. And this one, when I said bang, bang, Sully just forgot there were bullets in his gun. Yeah. And then my second uh, honorable mention henchman is the dudes who charge after Sully after he's just killed three of their friends and they're only wielding nightsticks. Yeah, he still has a gun in his hand. Yeah, those guys yeah. are ballsy. These, these Maybe small that's, security, they are earning their fucking do you think that's why <laughs> They are earning their minimum wage. Do you think that's why the Shokes Galleria went downhill? Is because so many of their best men died? They fell to Arnold, <laughs> Arnold and Sully? Yeah. <laughs> And now it's just this gone is, to hell. This was the now there's era. just like a B dubs and a Fuddruckers and <laughs> and then so he chases after Sully and it's a tiny car car chase just so <laughs> which makes no sense for Arnold. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Um, but I love this it. This was a pretty great cars chase though. I yeah, know it was pretty good. <laughs> it's a fucking Porsche Miata. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 cars. Arnold's bigger than both put together. <laughs> um, and then. <laughs> So, it comes up later. Toy cars just... <laughs> so, so my favorite is... This is my favorite exchange of the whole movie. Yeah. You need me, Matrix. I'm your only lead to find your daughter. Where is she? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's direct dialogue. I don't know. That's not me paraphrasing. No. <laughs> That's me no. watching with the subtitles on God and writing it. down everywhere. <laughs> you need me. Where is she? I don't know. I don't Shit. know. Did I say that? Shit. So then he lets him go, and it's maybe it's it's a top ten action movie line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I lied. I lied. And even the follow up's great. Yeah. What happened to Sully? I, I had let, to let him go. I had to let him go. Um, That's so good. <laughs> oh yeah. And this, then he flips over they, a Porsche. Is this when they crashed? Yeah. 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 Before that. <laughs> They crash the car, and she's sitting in the passenger seat. With so. no seat and no belt. Yeah. <laughs> she's paced. 
She's yeah. fine. She's paced. She's or fine. her sternum is now touching her spine. She's mostly upset. From where her chest hit the She's dash. upset that her car's fucked up. Like, I would have believed fine. the movie more if Arnold, but Arnold right before plane. Impact, yeah. turned and, like, hugged her. Or held her in place. Or just put his arm oh, across yeah. her. <laughs> just like that. Yeah. He just does what I do to passengers whenever I think we're going to crash. <laughs> I touched your boob. Just, I oh. got you. You should know I don't have a secret vagina under my Honk, balls. honk. <laughs> God. Your chest vaginas feel nice. Is everything so, just a vagina? What are these like? So instead of going to Valverde and fighting them there, he doubles back to fight them. And yes. honestly, the whole getting to them before they realize he's on his way is pretty great. I like that setup a and lot. It's a really elegant, mm-hmm. organic yeah. way to set up the ticking clock. Yeah, you know, I like it a lot. Most action movies function best with a ticking clock, and this mm-hmm. is the best way to do it. Where it's not, I've got to complete my mission before the end of the clock. It's I need to kill them before they realize I'm not on mission. Yeah. It's a nice reversal. And yeah. I mean, that's the best thing about this movie, like from the get go premise and like some of the quips and stuff. They, it is a pretty good twist on an action. So on the action so formula, my, my, if you were to remake this, mm-hmm. who are you following? Are you following Jeff Loeb? Or you following Steven D'Souza? Who do you think is responsible for the bones of this? Who do you think is responsible for the reversal, mm. the ticking clock, that stuff? The stuff that makes Commando set stand out from other action movies? I don't know. Because D'Souza... Hmm. Well, I mean, Souza gave us, obviously, Die Hard mm-hmm. and Predator. And you said 48 Hours. Did he give us Predator? It, did he give us Predator? I thought we listed off his credit and it was Predator later. It but was maybe not mentioned. He's no. he was <laughs> three like, years after Forty Eight Hours, two years before Running Man, three years before mm, Die Hard. That's what it was. He was it, but he was a go-to Joel Silver guy for yeah, a long yeah, time. Yeah. So it was like him and Shane Black trading back movies back and forth for like a decade. <laughs> that's actually why that, Shane Black got on Predator. Yeah, is they wanted someone who could do rewrites in the jungle. That's amazing. Yeah, um, but uh, I don't know. I I, I want to say it's him. I mean, I I'm sure. I'm like weirdly unfamiliar with Jeff Loeb as I'm always surprised. I always think of him as a comic guy first, as opposed to a movie or Teen a TV Wolf guy. But like I, I don't know. I I, I guess I'm not. It just this feels like this doesn't feel like the guy that wrote Die Hard. In terms of like Die Hard is such a fucking good movie. This feels that like it's like. Did you really get that much better in like no, no, two no, no, scripts? No, 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 no. This feels like the guy who wrote Die Hard. Mm-hmm. When he was 25 yeah, and just moved saying. out here sure, and was a typewriter for hire. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. It just is kind of like... Yeah, I don't I think mean, he that's... got better. I think he just got notes. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But that's... like If you were to remake this now, that's your, that's your bones is get to them before they realize you're mm-hmm. not where you are. I would think for me, like as a young... I would think that since he kept working with these same people for the next decade and made some of the biggest movies ever, I got a feeling that he was the young gun that showed up with this take. Doesn't that seem like that's how it would be? I don't know. That's just me. There's a bunch of stuff in this that feels good and then a bunch of stuff that feels bad. Yeah. And I wonder if a lot of this is him massaging notes. So if it's someone who made who made Joel Silver's notes work and who made yeah. Jeff Loeb's notes work and yeah. who made Arnold's notes work. And it may have not made a great movie, yeah. but he made the right people happy and then it and made $220 million. Dollars. Yeah, I'm See, really... I think the bad parts were not so much a, a writing critique like the bad parts dialogue's pretty bad the direction's not great direct yeah Yeah, the directing's pretty bad 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, that's interesting. He he might have just been serving a lot of masters, and it, it maybe he came with this core concept. I'm gonna I. I don't know. That's a tough one. I really wish that this Blu-ray had a commentary or like a behind the scenes. I would really like to know more about this movie and how it worked on the development and the things. Because it that's a really good question. I, I don't know. I, I really I see it going a million ways. I really feel like Steven D'Souza, because any, any writer whose name you know, any guy you know worth his salt, any guy who you know earned himself... For every script he did, he probably did a pass uncredited on three times those ma- that many movies. Sure. So I have a feeling he showed up, was at the right party at the right time, was the right assistant in the right room, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he did some passes, and everyone like really liked it. Sure. And then he got to do Die Hard, mm-hmm. and he got hooked up with the director who's fucking good at his job too yeah. <laughs> and kind of respected what he did and miracles happen yeah. and then yeah i think i think this is i think this is he got notes he got noted to death yeah and the bones of it are good we're solid that's yeah. what you would remake if i would if i would remake commando that's what i would remake yeah yeah absolutely that would it, actually be a good segment for next season Oh, remake! Well, we How would you movie, remake it? We pick a movie, and the three of us bring in a remake. Strap your reboots. It's an yeah. interesting idea. Strap like on that. your reboots. Yeah, uh, Henchies, like let us know if you too. like that. <laughs> All right, Henchies, let us know if you like that. Do not Google map where I live. Yeah, um, please. <clears throat> okay, so long short of it, because I'm going to tweet out the address. <laughs> so they go to the, they go to the Sunspot Five, and Arnold's plan is quick. Pretend you're a hooker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, all, let me rip your shirt to not even a sexy level. There's no. literally zero cleavage. Yeah. It just is like I he he only ripped one button off and it revealed nothing else of her body. Yeah. To to be fair, Radon Chong has a lot of strengths. None of them are in the chestal region. Yeah. No, True. it's not. Uh, but yeah. So it's like quick pretend you're a hooker. So she's then, also got big teeth. <clears throat> That's my code for when I'm talking about a woman's chest and don't want to be obvious. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's She's got good. huge teeth. teeth. Really? Yeah. She's got great I would take that very literal because teeth. Teeth, teeth are a subject for me. Interesting. Oh, we okay. just learned something about Nick. Wow. Cool. Season right. one. Fair enough. Season, season one. one. <laughs> season one. Learning about everyone's uh, season one. things. Uh, <laughs> Finally, so. after 12 episodes, <laughs> Nick's secret is revealed. <laughs> But you guys didn't I'm even a know teeth that. guy. I'm a teeth guy. I bet you guys didn't even know that was set up since episode one. <laughs> go back and listen. Actually, don't go back and listen yeah. again. Yeah. I don't know. When I have friends who are like, hey, I just heard you had a podcast. I'm on episode three. And like, I'll go back and listen to episode three. I'm like, like oh, God. These are rough. Well, listen, okay. just just go back and listen to the Die Hard one, the Fast and Furious one. I think you can start at Ladies Blade. Night and be pretty comfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ladies, I have a feeling uh, two and three. Post-apocalyptic and Michael Bay will probably get redo episodes. Yeah, we're gonna have to. Well, As Bad Boys and stuff gets their own episodes. Yeah, we're gonna have to do it there yeah. individually. Certainly, The Rock. We tried to cram too many in there. Yeah, that was that was my fault, guys. Mia culpa. Season one. It's okay. Season one. We learned a lot of lessons. <laughs> season one. And we learned about Nick's tooth fetish. <laughs> Nick's tooth fetish. It's cool. It's more of a deal breaker. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. That makes way more sense. Constantly learning. Okay. Constantly learning. So <laughs> they have the fight. We get the line. You scared, motherfucker? 
Well, you should be, because this green brace about to kick your big ass. I eat green brace for breakfast, and right now I'm very hungry. <laughs> he kind of clearly he ADR. kind of breathlessly words that. Yeah, that that clearly I'm very ADR. hungry. Yeah, because the his I'm timing's ver- off. Yeah, no, no, because you see him say, "I eat green brace for breakfast," and then yeah. Bill Duke lunges at him and Arnold grabs him. Yeah. And then it's clearly not in the same room where he goes, yeah. Today I'm very hungry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, two things about this fight. That seems like a studio note. Uh, it's like, I don't get that one. Okay, we'll add one more. Okay, line of one more thing. Just Fine. to drive it home for uh, you dummies out there. Two things about this fight. One, that tiny gun sounds like a fucking cannon. It's the loudest gun it's ever. It's the loudest gun in this entire fucking movie. Mm-hmm. My literal note is Bill Duke has the loudest gun ever. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but then, Bill Duke deserves the loudest gun. Sure, ever. absolutely. And then when they break through that wall, into that boobs, couple fucking, tits. Uh, she's pegging that guy, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, I'm gonna read this. She's, Wait, she's literally Wait. he's doggy style okay. in front of her. Okay, and she's so you, pegging him. You, you guys both know how I make notes. Yeah. So my ty- my my main thesis is 80s boobs. Yeah. The first bullet point huge. under that is my first I have the bull- same thing except it's 80s tits because uh-huh. that just rolls off the top. So 80s boobs. My first bullet point is first off they had to have heard the loudest gun in the world. Yes. But decided to keep fucking. Yeah. Second, she was definitely taking him from behind. Yeah. Does anyone yes. think that might be Alana from Broad City's mom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it. I like to imagine she, it is. She I definitely had episode. the cup size to I, fit into that family. That's right. what made her move from California to New York. Uh, right in the butt. Yeah, right she's, in the butt. She she was fucking him. Yeah, she was fucking that dude in the butt. She <laughs> for for being oh, for you mean starring his, a movie. His ass vagina. For, <laughs> the vagina under his balls. Right in his balls vagina. <laughs> I'm talking about the vagina under his balls. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen mine personally. Do you mind if I have a look? I learned a lot about myself today. Hey, hey, you guys want to hear a joke? Girl George. (laughs) Girl George! I like to think that he just broke out in laughter just thinking about it later in the production. And then he held up his giant hand for a high five. Girl George! The commentary would be, that that line was improv. It's so funny. I made that up. I just heard about him the day before. I don't understand. (laughs) I don't understand how he identifies as a man. I don't understand uh, his choice of dress. I don't understand how he fucks another man. <laughs> okay, we're gonna cut this from the commentary. <laughs> Do you think that's okay, why there's no? That's why there's no commentary for Commando. Yeah, because it's the one time he decided to actually talk about shit. <laughs> Instead of just narrating what's happening he, on screen, he opened up and, he and just no talked about Boy that. George's fucking sexuality for an hour and a half. Here's the thing: is like if I ever make it where I'm famous enough, where I can have like a where climax becomes a thing where we can actually have like guests of some renown. Sure. The two people I want to meet are yes. probably monstrous men. Yeah. From the 1980s, mm-hmm. and then current female comedians. Like I think they're the only two people doing the kind of work that affects me list, every though. day. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that I like that's that really list, funny. Though. That's I very want, weird. I want Broad City and Amy Schumer on, <laughs> and then I want Joel Silver and Stephen E. D'Souza, <laughs> and then nothing in between. <laughs> Just those two extremes, uh, and Wesley Snipes. Well, yeah. Well, he has to show up. <laughs> he has to explain the player to us. 
Don't, uh, don't this, it's like, do you want this trailer will also be on the, No. This trailer will also be on the cast, but uh Wesley Snipes is going to a new television show for NBC and we're going to we're going to put it on the uh the the blog and I want you guys to explain to us what it is. <laughs> what what is the concept? What is Wesley doing? Yes. Uh so so <laughs> that guy's being pegged. <laughs> They're so he's so getting into butt fucked. Yeah, that guy's so into being butt fucked, and, and Alana's mom is so into butt fucking him. They ignore the loudest gun in history. Or, the Nazis had a cannon on train tracks to shoot at England, and it's not as loud as nope. Bill Duke's gun. No, Maybe that was just the best motel ever that had the most soundproof yeah. rooms. Like, oh, but uh, and that's why but everyone thin goes walls there. for you to break through them immediately. <laughs> well, I mean, it was yeah. Arnold throwing you. It was through a door. It. Fair right? enough. To 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 be fair, you make soundproof rooms by creating a vacuum and sucking out the air. It can be as thin or as big as you sure. want. Sure, a lot of sucking going on in that motel. <laughs> but they also fucked up those glass cube walls. I love that that I thought were so cool. Yeah. when I was a kid, I want those. Everywhere oh, they in definitely my house. weren't pasted together. I want a bar made of them with the yeah. rat maze. I built one in. Uh, <laughs> I want a rat maze. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had you had the wood frame around them. Those yeah, classy as shit. Yeah. Oh, it was wow, top that's... heavy as fuck. Yeah, that a shelf. Yeah, because mm. all the shitty glass. <laughs> okay, so guys, if you go to Indiana University, let us know if the Terra Trace pudding wrestling parties are still going on because I invented them. If you're if you go to Indiana University, you can be on the podcast. <laughs> Truth. Uh, so <laughs> is that the policy? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> well, we're not going to meet anyone else. Uh, Bill Duke gets the Mook Genius Grant. Because yes. <laughs> he constantly tries to shoot Arnold. He immediately mm-hmm. recognizes he's no match for him physically yeah. and tries to shoot him. Yeah. And then we get... Although he's the closest physical match in this movie. Too. <laughs> he definitely should have been the last guy. Yeah. Him not, and Bennett probably should have switched. switched roles, but, honestly. But I bet I bet that's how it was originally. And then it's like, yeah, your motivation is you kind of want to fuck him. And Bill Duke's like, hell no. <laughs> no. no. No, I want to murder him. No. No, it's gonna be weird when we're in the jungle together in Predator in three years. Yeah. What are you talking about? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. That's uh, the future. I saw it. And then we get my favorite exchange in the movie. <laughs> fuck you, asshole. Click. Fuck you, you asshole. asshole. <laughs> you know what? No one can pull it off. No That's one can pull right. it off like no one can pull it off like Arnold. No one can pull it off. Fuck you, asshole. Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> uh, yeah, in my notes it's yeah. fuck all caps you. Ass, all caps, all. <laughs> that's, that's exactly how it was said. I like to think that the, the director was like, don't do it that way. He's like, I'll do it however I want. People okay. like it. Okay, tell you what, we'll do one for you and, and one for just... me. And he goes, fuck you, asshole. And then they go, okay, cut. And he goes, print, it's lunch. And then he never gave him the other take. Start of that take, it's cool. I like tell to you think, what, we'll arm wrestle for it. I like to think that the director was like, okay, we can't do it like that. And then he just said that same line back to the director. Again. <laughs> fuck you, asshole. All right. I, I, I oh, now that you said it to me, I like it. No, and then Oh, Arnold, it is threatening. And then Arnold's probably one of those guys like The Rock who, like, part of his writer. Mm-hmm. Is he has a private gym? Yes. So he probably walked over to the gym and started doing curls while an assistant shoved chicken breast in his mouth. <laughs> and the director was like, I "Take the skin off, idiot! I don't have time for this. God damn it! <laughs> I gotta go." <sighs> so we go to the airfield, and then d- the director just basically told the props department, "Like, what's the quickest way Arnold can get into this facility?" What if he just bare hand rips the lock off like he's 
in a world made of tissue paper <laughs> and he's a colossus astride it. It's also not the first time he he tears through a wall Everything. in the fucking airport. Well, yeah. I mean this this movie. He literally jams it in the airplane. <laughs> he wolverines it. Yeah. This this movie plays upon his strength a lot. Like yes. it's which is his it's, literal strength. It's like yeah. a modern his strength day, is his literal strength. Modern day Hercules. He's literally as a just commando. heaving the heaviest shit around at all times. Yeah, it's like stuff that would stop you or I. It's like bolt the phone booth to the floor. Yeah. Put a padlock on this. Nope. It's literally it's not even an issue. He it he's not even, even tired. It's barely an <laughs> obstacle. <laughs> it's just like he's like, uh, because you have to use both hands. It's, oh, man. it's just a minor annoyance. God damn it. Yeah, and then now we're like, oh yeah, every secret agent's actually like uh he's built like the dude from the raid, where mm-hmm. he's like tiny and fast. And fast, yeah. And then in the 80s, it's like, no, every, you every have to be gigantic. probably a bodybuilder. Yeah. No, they have no flexibility no. or agility or stealth. No. Uh, the brains are swollen. <laughs> from all those, from the roids. Swole, from all that oxygenated blood. Yeah. And the steroids. They're not as healthy as they look. <laughs> for my lower back, but also for strength. <laughs> so, eventually, Arnold discovers he must destroy the Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the well, fucking Catalina wine mix. He's in flight of Valverde. He's in flight of Valverde. They said, "Oh, it's this island. It's by the Catalina." Is this after he gets arrested? No, it's before. It's when they're at the airfield. Okay. All right. Yeah, so they realize they have to go there, but before then, they have to go <laughs> shopping. Yeah. Oh yeah, go shopping. <laughs> so I saw this movie at an early age. Yeah, and I assumed every store was like this and Has had a it? secret back yes. room. I looked. I looked for the switch. No. I knocked on walls. That's what I was like. I was like, oh, does every army surplus store have the secret armory in the back? Is that a thing? Which makes sense. The code for that one was also 13. (laughs) One, three. (laughs) No, he just found a button near the register. Any true army surplus stores run by ex-military doomsday hoarders, I guess. Yeah, and and it had a rocket launcher, live grenades... Every single, it's, literally everything you would ever need. It's basically the dumber version of Sarah Connor's stash from Terminator 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also I love that the rocket launcher has four holes and Quad they literally launcher. only, they only fire it four times. Yeah. Well, they're did not Did not take any more ammo. <laughs> did not, did not take any more. We didn't need it because he was just killing people from 30 yards away with a shotgun. See, I feel like I would have liked for him to have one rocket like extra one so then eventually you could have barehanded thrown it at someone to murder them with it yeah but terry cruz filled that need for you <laughs> when he threw the artillery shell yes that arnold shot with his cowboy gun it made sense or swart that's the best just it doesn't matter yeah. i gotta go it's been a long day guys yeah this week sucked uh so i love how arnold drives a giant piece of construction equipment into a gun store where does he get that did i miss it did i fall asleep he was like we gotta go shopping and then all of a sudden he's on a bulldozer he's a backhoe yeah and not worried about the alarms that he set off okay but he tried i didn't notice that because that was he was the in loudest zero DVD rush scene ever I, I was rushing to find my remote to turn it down he was in no rush yeah. to to loot this store oh cool, do, 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 oh, cool. here's the flippers dig all day <laughs> dig all day he got, he got fins 
<laughs> he got fins before he got guns. He, I don't know what he was doing. He had to accessorize. With he the literally speedos. took all the time in the world. So yeah, actually, those cops didn't show up that fast no, at all. They showed up fifteen minutes yeah. later. Yeah, anyone else would have gotten away clean. Yeah, they were actually on a routine patrol. He and just, just saw he the backhoe in the front. He of the literally store. thinks so little of cops that he didn't even attempt to try to be yeah. quick about it. And then when they do put him in the paddy wagon, all he does is check his watch. Yeah, because no. he's just like, oh, how much is this going to set me back? <laughs> which, which <laughs> if you look at the watch, it makes a noise. Which, oh, if yeah, it, was it going has the loudest the tick down ever. <laughs> tick, if tick. it's going off the whole time, that'd be super. I annoying. mean, once you find out that this is a response to Rambo, mm-hmm. I'm amazed he didn't go to the sheriff station and break out like Rambo in First Blood. Ooh. Uh, but, but then you miss, then you miss out on the solid rocket launcher gag, <laughs> right on Chong. Mm-hmm. But so yeah, after just, she gets creeped on. By cops. Oh, yeah! She gets creeped on again by the cops! And they also assume she's a hooker. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! Well, uh, she is a woman out at night. Seriously, every guy but Arnold is a huge creep. Yeah. <laughs> and Arnold's probably a huge creep in real life. Yeah. Which hurts a little bit. Yeah, a little um, bit. Yeah, I just love how genuinely shocked he is when the police show up. Um, yeah, but it's like... What? But it's like in the screenplay... You're going to arrest me? In the screenplay, you know why that cop thought she was a hooker? So the audience wouldn't feel bad when he gets bazookaed. That's the only yeah, reason that, they that's did that. Probably that true. makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I don't know if those cops are dead. No, because it's really more the back. They're of fucked it. up, but I don't no, think no, they're no, dead. no, no, no. The car didn't explode. It's the no. one time something in an '80s action movie didn't, didn't explode, explode all the way. Yeah. So we know the cops are alive and learned a very valuable lesson about respecting yeah. women. I also but, don't think that Ar- Arnold didn't kill any security guards in the mall either. No, Sully no, shot. Sully three. shot yeah. a bunch. And Radon Chong. Definitely shattered a guy's ribs when she shoved him down the yeah, stairs. Yeah. But Arnold never <laughs> he just killed yelled anyone. Yelled up at him, at her. No. Hey. I do love how hey. ride or die she is in this. She is very ride or die. Well, after she realizes that he wasn't lying. Yeah. What she if, becomes pretty ride or die. What if she shows up in Fast Eight as Letty's mom? That'd be cool. I would. I would allow I'm it. Super into I that. would believe. Or Dom's long lost mom. And then Tommy Chong is her grandpa. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Fast 8, when they hijack the moon. The moon! <laughs> we have to heist the space station so we can hijack the moon. Uh, Neil H. Moritz, and then Chris something, the writer, Vin Diesel. I know you guys listen to this podcast. Chris Morgan. Chris Morgan, we are available to consult. Yeah, on car moon heist. Or you know what, Chris, you can put your name on it. We'll be uncredited writers. Yeah, that's not Happy to do it. Just We just want to make sure Fast 8 is done well. When uh, it happens, when the bad guy from Six shows up in a robot body, but also bring back Justin Lin. Uh, sure, we'll rally behind Justin. Lin. Yeah, I would follow Justin Lin anywhere. I'd follow him to the fucking moon. Okay, so as the plan is, <laughs> as, the plan is. <laughs> as is the plan. We gotta give Matt a moment. Okay, so he just tried to. Yeah, I just saw that. He just fucked up on that. that he just good. saw. You, must, you guys are playing. You guys are playing pretty fast and loose with a guy controlling the alcohol. Yeah, that's true. Matt was doing awesome stuff because he's awesome. Yeah, Yay. that's what I thought. That's what I thought happened. Yeah, I'm glad you guys were here to explain it to the audience. So they go to the duck boat plane, and Arnold Fonzies it. Yeah, <laughs> it works every time. Okay. Then, oh, so she. She pilots it because she worked at an airport? No, no. She or? said she's getting her pilot's she's license. Okay. She does say that when they're at that fuel place. Okay. And they, they kind of triangulate where they are. It's also kind of weird because if Arnold would have hopped in the, the, the pilot seat, I would have had no problem believing, like, yeah. within his special but it ops makes her, training. But it makes her useful. Yeah. And, like, it makes sense. 
It makes it's great. Sense. And it gives her a reason to stay behind to watch the plane. It's yeah. a fucking canoe. <laughs> That's pretty this good. thing's older than me. So it's, so it's like fifteen. If I if I remade Commando, I would definitely cast Rashida Jones as Radon Chong. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, for your dusky, ethnically ambiguous, mm-hmm. beautiful muskox. Also, was there and like Perkins. was there like a any? Join us I, next I week for Parks it. and Recreation podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm into that. Was there any review. romantic tension, or was there supposed to be? Because I, I didn't feel there, there was. was there it, was not until the very end. When she's clearly going to fuck him in the plane. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess While so. Alyssa Milano yeah. flies back yeah. to Catalina. While she watches. Yeah. Well, well, honey, you just watched me murder a man. Honey. So you might as well watch me fuck. Honey, if he doesn't fuck you like this, he's got a secret vagina under his balls. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe back in the plane we can finally find out where my secret vagina is. Jack Hamill fucking... <laughs> Jack Hamill, fuck you and your secret vagina balls. This is balls why. This is why friend of the show and uh, our other attorney Boba Fun can't listen to us in the car, yeah. but can play Action Bronson in front of his children. Is uh, secret vagina <laughs> under your balls? Uh, what's up, Hey Pay? Oh, Love shout you, out, Boba Fun. Shout out, shout out to uh, one of the lieutenants in the Henshi's army. Um, hey P. Matrix, call the federal building. Have them monitor every police, marine, and aviation channel. What are you expecting? World War Three. That's so fucking over-exaggerated. Still not as good as, are you saying that my men, 200 of my men versus your boys in no one situation? I'm saying if you go in after Rambo, you need to bring one more thing. What's that? whole lot of body bags <laughs> <laughs> that's so much better yeah, yeah. oh my god yeah world war three brings it world war three is uh yeah you lost that round it's Commando. a bit much yeah it's a bit much yeah you lost that round um, general can i say something that i really respect uh, about the filmmakers about the director specifically is that they recognize that for arnold to get in the water he had to go into full speedo <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow um, 20 yards tomorrow yeah. 20 yards oh yeah and he rose he doesn't even fucking swim there with like a with like a waterproof oh, bag and oh, tow. You mean with those flippers? He made a point of grabbing at the army yeah. surplus store. Yeah, no, he would have gotten there faster if he just like jumped behind the boat and. I like to it. imagine they shot. <laughs> Why this? didn't she just float closer to shore? Well, I, I imagine- she parked. She clearly parked the plane on land later. <laughs> she could have just done that there. Like no, but it's not as stealthy. And also, Arnold was like... Oh, they're, so, also, they're like, okay, So Arnold, the plane 30 yards away was much quieter than... Yeah, and they're like, okay, Arnold, so what's going to happen is you're going to have, like, the bag, and you're going to tow it behind you, and you're going to, like, have, like, these slippers, and you're going to be, like, a fucking Navy SEAL. Yeah. You're going to come out of the water. Hitting that beach. And he goes, but are they going to see my delts? Uh, no. I no, found a new right. muscle in my back specifically for this movie. Okay. Okay, well, Arnold, when you emerge out of the water, I want a rowboat! <laughs> God damn it. Give me a canoe! <laughs> when you emerge from the water. Give me one of those. Rowboat. What do they do in flight? Give me that. How big of oars do I need to row the plane to okay. the shore? Hey. No, no, no. We'll get you like a Zodiac. No, no. Okay, well, here's the thing. I'm bringing my own Speedo. <laughs> and the thing is... It's is, fine. So, I actually make these at home. So the Ukrainian <laughs> remake of Commando is... Uh, maybe this will be posted... The, blog I've, i haven't decided if it's piracy yet but someone edited together the best moments from that movie mm-hmm. and then when that guy rose to shore it's basically pornographic and how it views all of his <laughs> muscles <laughs> 
I mean, if, oh, so you, if you such, have a secret so vagina under your balls, you, this is for you. That, is yours. that was, that was that your, is shot. your thing. That secret vagina is very wide. Gay um, people have to eat too. <laughs> Arnold, I don't think you get it. <laughs> That's why he did it. For the gay people that obviously want to fuck me. This is for the girl Georges of the world. <laughs> You're welcome, girl George. Uh... <laughs> So, oh yeah, so he Fonzie's the plane and World War Three are nine and ten on the great Arnold, how great is Arnold moments. And then <laughs> uh, Bennett, I love listening to your pussy little soldiers talk tough. It makes me laugh. It makes me laugh. If Matrix was here, he'd laugh too. Me and Matrix would kill your men in the blink of an eye. He wants to fuck Matrix. He wants to fuck Arnold he so hard. And so it's not bad. a gay thing. It's about respect. Yeah. He wants to fuck respect into him. I don't know. <laughs> no, he wants to get fucked by he, Arnold like, to show li- his respect. Well, I don't understand. It's either that he, he respects him so much that he wants to murder him or fuck him, or if he can somehow do both. He definitely wants to penetrate him, whether it's with a knife no, no, no. or something. I penis. think he wants to be penetrated by Arnold. He definitely never forgived him. For getting married. For, we can talk forgave him for getting oh, married. He never for forgave him, him for kicking him out of the unit because it makes him crazy at the end. Legit the craziest, like, uncharacteristically oh, yeah. nuts I at the end of this you. movie. I kill you now! I kill you now! I don't need the kid! I don't need the knife! I'm not, I'm gonna <laughs> shoot you. into a Mad Max character. Yeah, I'm not going to shoot you between the eyes. I'm going to shoot you between the, the balls! In your secret vagina! <laughs> Full circle. Season one. Oh, you season guys, one. You guys just experienced a mind meld. <laughs> season one. Where all three of our brains went into the exact same psycho place. I'm going to toast the shit out of you guys. Season one, we made it. What season? What's the first episode oh of season God. two going to be? Wow. We all... Coherent? Wow. <laughs> no. That was a deep connection between <laughs> us. Absolutely. That was good. Anyway. 100%. Fucking A, man. Uh, well, we skipped ahead. Wow, there, that, was, that was Matt set the ball up, and then all three of us jumped over the net to spike it. Uh, and then the other side blew up. This is one of the best podcasts on the network. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it the fuck out there. God damn it. Um, mm. And then and then number 12 of why Arnold's so amazing. Don't break radio silence until they see me. How will I know? Because all fucking hell will break loose. <laughs> See, that's much better than like a World War Three one. <laughs> oh, it's way better. Yeah. Oh God. Um, so we have the shootout, and then my first note is, why do you have to strip down to row a boat? We got that. Yeah. And then they make a point of making Matrix smart. He yeah. stabs dudes and he blows up the barracks, so there's no reinforcements with, with the only claymores. Yeah, yeah, that's not how claymores work. No, that's not at all. Because apparently, apparently like, they put claymores on the fucking in the top of the guard tower somehow. So, so for those of you, those of you don't know how claymore works, they only blow out. It's about sixteen ounces of plastique and eight hundred ball bearings. It's designed to shred human beings. It's, it's a giant it's directional. Shotgun. It's a yeah. Di- yeah, it's a directional shotgun. Yeah, one way. Basically, there you go. It's a shotgun grenade. Yeah, basically. Uh, still. Smart. So yeah. it's very obvious that they only got one take of this explosion, and they <laughs> shot it with twenty cameras, and they had to use every single angle because you see that guard tower explode about five or six. Yeah, times. Fine. do you, do you know why? because yeah. in the editing room, Joel Silver showed up, his beard caked in coke. Yeah, <laughs> sat in his 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 sacred ceremonial fucking native american <laughs> chair that he has in the editing room which is real 
First, that uh, is real. Okay, I was huh. about to do my impression of Joel Silver, and I was going to get really homophobic. Yeah. What is it with higher ups in this industry mm-hmm. and Native American and cowboy imagery? I have no idea, but they love it because it hits super close to home. Considering our job, he literally has a special chair. And they like decorating in the editing. Their bay, he has like a that. special chair. He's the last the Mohicans throw in his editing in the editing bay that only he uses that is like swathed in like Native American blankets. Okay, so he's sitting there, caked in coke. Skin. Yeah. Demanding, he's like, he's like, I know we got a crane shot. Just do it. Put it in. We already saw this happen. Just, just put them in. Put them all in. Put them in. We paid for it. We paid you for put it. the money on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely said that. <laughs> Michael Bay said that. He's definitely too. said that. Put That's the good. Money on the screen. It's good. Uh, That's a hundred percent correct. Quote. Ladies Fuck. and gentlemen, all I want to do is be Michael Bay for the twenty first century. <sighs> That's great. Keep now that he's doing Transformers screen. and Benghazi. <laughs> Fuck him, man. <laughs> Whatever. Good for him. He's in Malta right now. Shit, Benghazi. God, God bless him. I can't think of a better person to take on that very complicated <laughs> political. political. Oh. So I have a backstory. Situation. I don't know. Maybe we'll have a link to it. Arnold gave an amazing interview on uh, the Nerdist. Mm-hmm. It was one of oh, the. Yeah. It was one of the few podcasts that Chris Hardwick didn't spend most of it talking about himself mm-hmm. and focused entirely on Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. But he talks about the shed murders during the final shootout where he hides in the shed. Yes. Okay. And the reason, and he was like, <laughs> he's like, I know they won't let me cut off his arm. I'll throw a razor blade and cut off the top of the guy's head. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And then he figured, and he realized, and why he's such a shrewd politician is he goes, I've got to give them something a million times worse. So he goes into like the producer's office. I don't know if it was Joel Silver. He we went into somebody's office. It's probably Joel Silver. He goes in his office and he goes, he goes, what if I'm hiding from them and I'm wounded and I'm hurt and I'm hiding from them? And then one of the guards stops and takes a pee and he pees on me. What? And then oh and then I stab him through his penis <laughs> and then into his heart and he dies and then into his heart yeah it's, I'm, I'm paraphrasing but he's yeah. like he's like something like that and then I'm glad and, they took and, the best half and, of and that and then the producer goes and the producer goes no you sick fuck get out of here and then he goes back the next day he's like hey you want to cut off somebody's arm and throw a razor blade through their head and kill them with like a fire wood axe and they're like yeah that's fine fine great as long as not the fucking pee thing you <laughs> yeah. monster idiot and he's like you really want to get peed on yeah and then in the nurse panel he's like yeah I planned that the entire was like the long form con of Arnold Schwarzenegger's why was the governor like, I bet the henchmen are just like why oh why did we trap him in the blade closet <laughs> the blade. why did we do this the blade shack don't you guys know he's Conan? Don't give him sharp <laughs> things. Um, here's my favorite thing about this shootout. For the most part, Arnold well, doesn't hide beside, behind anything, anything no but, but rose bushes. No. He uses rose bushes for cover he actually, at the, all times. The only, so he shows up and he's got like an AK-47 with like a fancy stock. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's got uh, an M60, which he takes off someone after the shed murder. Yeah. Literally, the only time he ducks and dives for cover is with the shotgun. Yeah. So he can In dramatic- the house. No, even, well, even, even outside, the garden. too. So he can so, dramatically front roll. So he can dramatically hallway. front row and dramatically cock it from under mm-hmm. undercover, under fire, yeah. and then roll out and then kill guys from 30 fucking yards away with yeah. a shotgun. Oh, he's a surgeon. Got- <laughs> he's a fucking surgeon with that thing, man. Guys, I don't condone kidnapping, but if you're going to do it. Maybe your kidnapping room should not be on the first floor. 
yeah, don't don't maybe do that. maybe a basement no. or a second. Yeah, maybe story? you stow them in the basement. I mean, probably. at least at least assume in your treasure room. At least which ass- apparently you had a treasure room in the basement. At Preferably least, one without windows or access yeah. to the at least outside assume world. John Matrix taught his daughter some shit. Just anything, <laughs> just something. That feels like a failure on Bennett's part. It is. Yeah. Well, since he knows everything about his former lover, John Matrix. <laughs> no, jilted. Jilted lover. This was just a... It was a one-sided love Lover's affair. quarrel. Yeah. It okay, was a one-sided so in my remake affair. of Commando, we're definitely going to have, like, our new Bennett mm-hmm. driving away from Matrix's house with a tied-up Jenny in the back seat listening to Dashboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be sad. Uh, My heart's on fire and you're the worst. I don't know the, the words. You're calling too late, too late to be gracious. No. Shut up. You do not warrant long good. And this is the part of the podcast where Matt goes through the entire uh, discography. Oh uh, yeah, just hey, one by one. I'm just saying, if you guys like Dash. The MTV Live album and is lived very through good. junior it's very high. Good. It's very good. You, you know, know who lo- you know who else loves loves Dash. Secretly, T- Kyle T Swifts. No, I love Dash. That's not a secret. No, no, no. Oh, she does it. No, her best friend does. Oh yeah. So she mockingly loves him. She hired Chris Caraba for her friend's birthday. Yeah. Um, no, we had this discussion of mm-hmm. our game in middle school and high school, mm-hmm. where if we liked a girl, we didn't say anything to her. We just pined for her from afar. Yeah. And then when she <laughs> went to homecoming with someone else, we lost it. Yeah. Yeah. That was. But that was basically my. Yeah. That was my method. That was. That, that was, that was eighth, my game. Eighth grade Kyle's game was I pined for you in German class and didn't tell and didn't talk to you, and then uh, you just ended up banging some other dude my plan and was, i couldn't believe it my plan was i pined for you and we had everything in common mm-hmm. and then you sent one of your friends to ask me if one of my friends was into you mm. yeah, yeah. That oh. was, my plan was go to the dance with said girl said girl hooks up with her ex-boyfriend bold oh. bold, oh, bold happened strategy to See, happened I to me twice i just didn't go to those dances okay so <laughs> because the girl that i, I was clearly stopped. working on uh just just so so so, so are weird so I'm weird so high kiss my kid <laughs> hold on hold on so our season two will include a streamlined format <laughs> more coherent climax yes a parks and rec Rex podcast, yeah, mm-hmm. and then a uh, dating tips line. Oh, that'd be good. I think nothing would be better than. <laughs> I don't think anyone's done a dating advice show from people that were uh, not terrible good at, at dating, terrible at dating, and she should not be giving advice. And continue to be yeah. terrible at dating. Yes. Uh, we'll probably have to do it under the nonstop karate banner. Yeah, that's because fine. Uh, Joey will hate this. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Oh yeah, this shootout, as you said, he's. He's just, just better at aiming. <laughs> no, he's just the best at not getting shot. It's classic 80s movie action okay, let's where you just this. shoot. Okay, in some movies, the hero's just better at aiming than the yes. bad guys. And in some movies, the hero's just, just amazing at be. not getting shot. Yeah. Which one do you think this is? Because he's definitely the firing an M60 from his hip. It's the latter, man. <laughs> I, I think it's both. I don't know. I mean, no, eventually, I, in I know Die the Hard guys are in Die Hard. He's better at aiming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In John Wick, he's better at aiming. One hundred percent. In The Rock, both Sean Connery and Nick Cage are amazing at not getting shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. In Bad Boys, they're amazing at super not getting shot. Not, yeah, they're super good. So, which is it in this movie? 
I think this is a hard one to to. No, it's make clearly the not getting shot because he's not you even think so. Like even in like Bad Boys, they're at least like taking cover. Yeah. This one, he's just strolling. They're yeah, not taking casually cover. climbing over stone banisters. Yeah. Well, they do get shot in the ass. So. Martin Lawrence gets shot in the ass. Will Smith's diving out. Yeah. Mil- Will Smith was diving when he shot Martin Lawrence in the, in the ass. A- oh, yeah. I forgot. Martin Lawrence shot. <laughs> you got <laughs> shot in the ass? Yeah. No. You shot, shot me in the ass. ass. Let's go back to that. <laughs> uh, so good. Uh, all right. It, I, I don't know. I guess I, I would say it's a toss-up either way. I guess I, I kind of am seeing where Nick's coming from. And, it, like, yeah. He's, he's yeah. definitely using the most inaccurate guns in the history of warfare and then brazenly not taking cover the entire time. Okay, I be- like to think that all the henchmen were just smart and just acted like they were dying. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's <laughs> what save, I would do. To save themselves. Yeah. I'm just hoping that well, I here's don't the get thing. some sort of collateral damage. So he shows up with the AK-47 or the Chuck knockoff of the AK-47. As soon as he cuts off those guys' arms, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretending like I'm done. He got me. Oh, he got, got me, guys. I oh, got no. out of blade shed. Oh, I gotta go. We're done, guys. <laughs> I think that blade nicked me. I gotta go. <laughs> oh, I got shot in the gut. Uh, oh no! Oh my guts, guys! He was reloading at the time. It was a ricochet. Oh, he shot me right before. Oh, I'm gonna go over there and throw up my insides. It's cool. Oh, don't come looking for me. And then I find my own plane boat and escape. Yeah, yeah, I'd be gone. That would actually this be, country or whatever actually, this is is doomed. Then I I find his his rowboat and strip down to my <laughs> speedo and get, row away. No, you saw the same pair of speedos. Yeah. just hanging off. Oh, the I edge. just take his that he was wearing that he hung up. But they're like hand. comically oversized. <laughs> He's I like, tie them off. That would actually be a good short film. <laughs> the one henchman who like pretends to get shot. <laughs> oh oh oh! It's awful. <laughs> yeah, as the expendables uh, move to the facility and you uh, just try to creep away. <laughs> Like, uh, Pretend to be dead, like next to a truck, <laughs> and, and then throw yourself over the side of a boat and just light it's, it's just the henchman standing behind Terry Crews as he used the automatic shotgun to mow down dudes down those tunnels. He's just wide eyed. Goes, backs away, <laughs> and you just and you just Nick, watch yourself. <laughs> okay, so Nick's holding up the wall now. No, it's not the wall. Oh my it's god, fine. it's it's you're, just part of the table. You're, No, my computer. Ah! My computer actively goes. Oh no, Nick! <laughs> oh Nick, I must save you, Master. <laughs> I have to Google a hospital. <laughs> I Google. All right, where are we? Uh, okay, we have to get inside the house. All right, finally, Arnold gets inside the fucking house. <laughs> kills, kills, shares dad from Clueless from Handle. five different angles. Yes, because Joel Silver, mm-hmm. caked in coke, yep. goes. <laughs> we gotta put it on the screen. Put it on the screen. Got- I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make the Matrix in a decade and a half. <laughs> <laughs> My big comeback. How do you know this? And then bullet to the head eventually. Uh, uh, I don't know if you know this. This name may mean nothing to you, but Cal Drogo will fight Sylvester Stallone with a fire axe. <laughs> oh, it should have been good. Uh, so that'll be episode thirty-four. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope, got a lot of movies to burn. I think I think that that's going to be in the triple digits. <laughs> we'll do a do-over? Yeah. We'll do Commando again before we yeah. pull it to yeah. the head? Yeah. But Han's in it. We'll, we'll just go through all of the Fast and Furious again. <laughs> Individually? Yeah. We'll just do another ultrasound. <laughs> yeah, we'll just do Tokyo Drift on its own. Now I'm just constantly looking at over my shoulder. Not a problem. Just don't fire back from the table like it's on fire. <laughs> Um, so he dies, and then somehow 
his sneaking daughter, he hears her voice scream from the basement. Jenny! Jenny! Uh, and she's not a showdown with Jenny, my love. Yeah. I mean, daughter. <laughs> my daughter, come here so I can kiss you on the mouth. Again. You're my best friend. You're my best friend. We live alone away from civilization. Who's my tickle fight? It's just us. Fight? It's just me and you and dears. Get away from Freddie Mercury's dad. <laughs> Go away. Get away from Frankenstein, Freddie Mercury. Frankie Mercury. But in all seriousness, you guys should buy the DVD of. Queen live in Montreal. <laughs> it's an amazing concert. It is really good. Uh, any live Queen performance that you can find, you're going to enjoy it. He gives it his all. Uh, if I had a time they machine, all do. Mm-hmm. All Ramon, four of them. Yeah. Clash and Queen. Yeah. So I'm going back to see. Um, so this fight <laughs> is weird. Is, is It's a weird fight. <laughs> it's very good. It's not a great fight. <laughs> it's, it is. Oh, I, we're going down to Bennett. Okay. In the basement. Bennett! This is a weird fight. Let, let, let's talk about this moment again. Once again, he Bennett has every advantage. He has his daughter. He, he has, has leverage. He has a gun. He has a chainmail vest a and gun a gun. And, a knife. and somehow Arnold enrages him to a point <laughs> to where he loses his goddamn mind. I kill you now, and, yeah. guys. Guys, love makes you do fucked up. Things. And he sheds himself yeah. of every single advantage he had in this fight. Didn't he actually like throw the gun? I don't know. Then he had a gun later, so he had a gun in his purse. No, he he, he, like dropped his gun. He threw the pistol, but he had at the side the submachine gun. No, I think he threw the pistol. No, he pulled the submachine gun. Later, he rolls to the gun. No, I was. Because they get thrown into like another room. No, I was. No. No, I paid attention to this because I was like, why doesn't the daughter just pick up the gun? Because he threw it. At the side is the submachine gun, which is on his person. Yeah. And so when they roll through the other room, it would still be with him. I'm pretty sure it was a pistol that he pulled on Arnold and then got the pipe thrown through him. I think he finds no, the gun. I think they no, he doesn't find it. He pulls I, it off his person. I don't know. I'm just saying that's what happens. That's fine. Okay. It doesn't matter. It's a weird fight. I'm just saying love makes you do fucking Here's up the shit. thing. <laughs> I, this is a frustrating fight. The knife fight is shot like a dickhead. Well, first off, if you're going to have chainmail, maybe have it be active in a, a knife fight. Maybe it deflects like a slash to the chest. Maybe. Maybe you use it to your advantage. That's yeah. why I think it may not have been chainmail and it was just, it's just uh, crochet. It no, may no, have no, been no, a no, crochet no. weave. No, no, no. It's chainmail. And then the Blu ray makes it look like crochet weave because yeah. it probably went with that to be lighter. Yes. I don't know, but the knife fight's terrible. And yeah. then they get into the furnace room, and uh, Arnold <laughs> uses that thing as a shield, but doesn't use it very well at all, and just keeps getting hit with the pipe. He only knocks every third hit. <laughs> I don't know why. When when Homeboy pulls off the furnace door, yeah, I, I, I this is my thought process. I'm like, hey, wait, wouldn't that be hot? I'm like, oh, he's wearing gloves. Oh, no, but then uh, oh, wait, everything's they're hot. they're fingerless gloves. No, but when they're, like, pressing each other against the boiler and everything, yeah. I'm like, everything there's so warm. Trying to make out? Yeah, everything's so warm. Yeah, it's literally a metaphor for their passion. They literally shoot them through. <laughs> they shoot them. <laughs> They shoot them through. I'm out. I'm my headphones <laughs> they out. Shoot, you, you guys finish the They podcast. shoot the fight through the flames, and you they see do. them framed in this the is flames. A, this is shot like a sexy. Yeah, it 
it shot like a sex scene. Where they hardcore make out in the hallway, slamming yeah. each other against it. Season it shot one. through it's the a, season one finale. This is Smith-type action scene. We had a violent argument, and now we're talking about them. Another violent agreement. Um, <laughs> yes, you're on your own. I gotta, I so it's, it's pretty weird. I just did um, after a metaphor for their past. <laughs> it is. Uh, which is actually pretty classy. Um, and then it all culminates with the sh- he gets thrown into electricity and then casually walks I, off. That's my favorite part, is he gets thrown into electricity and in any other movie, that he man's be dead. dead. Yeah. He's no. fucking dead. Because we got he's... a better one. Yeah. <laughs> we have a better yes. house. Yeah. But it was just... it's like the movie version of, oh wait, but no. But there's more. He pulls a submachine gun. It's like we're watching this movie get written. Okay, so he throws him into the electricity. And that's oh, the yeah. end, right? And no. They go, and they go, Yeah. And then they leave. They part ways. No, and then guys. They meet the next day. It's like, guys, I got, I got something idea. better. We need to somehow impale him with a pole that with a lets pipe. Out steam. I'm going to pull off a pipe and throw it through him <laughs> into a thing that generates steam. Whatever that thing is, let off some steam, Bennett. <laughs> so he finally cha- gets penetrated by Arnold. Stop that. He oh, finally yeah. gets penetrated by. That's Arnold. all he ever wanted. Yep. Yeah, he died happy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was nice. At least I got. To have you. <laughs> um, so, mm-hmm. wow. You know what? The more I think about it, that fight's really beautiful. It's oh, it's really nice. It's really nice and proud. Yeah, and a great ending song. That that credit song is. Fucking- General shows up. Hold on. So <laughs> we get we get like number thirteen on why Arnold's amazing. Yeah. It's like, did you leave us anything, John? Just bodies. Just bodies. bodies. And then the He's like, 80th of 80 songs. Let's go meet your new mom. <laughs> <laughs> You're coming home with us. She's 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 mostly black. She's black. She's she's mostly she's teeth. Black. Mostly teeth. <laughs> she's most, I will protect you. Here's the worst That's part: the is Nick's Nick's deal breaker is going to affect how I examine women now. Because I'm going to be like, I'm like look at her teeth and be like. I think Nick would pass on this one. <laughs> what does that say about me if I'm into it? What does it say, what does that say about me? I like a masculine jawline. Oh, here's. Could even finish it. My mom's a dental hygienist, so I'm very aware of. Teeth. Okay, all right, all right. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. We're always just sleeping night, dog. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. care. Good for you. Well, cool, cool. <laughs> Well, Kyle, what are you into? What's your deal breaker? Yeah. I like huge butt bush. <laughs> what? I gotta go. <laughs> you know what? And when, now that I think about it, probably should have said tiny vagina on your balls. I don't know. Butt bush, butt bush is uncharted territory. Right. <laughs> Guys, we gotta go. This is why Bubba Fun won't let us meet his children. <laughs> well. Kyle, thank you for ending that on the most Kyle's <laughs> comments. <laughs> Butt bush. Well, it's Commando. <laughs> season one. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Season one. Oh, we should, actually, we should actually clean it this time. Um, Kyle's talking Butt bush, and there's something let loose. Commando. Uh, let's squeeze a couple tears out. Anyway. There was something in the air that night. This is... This is the, this is devolving. Um, yeah, that's why we're retiring the Ava Green. Yeah, this is a, this is a good style. It's culminating. Yeah, it's that's not true. devolving. Uh, all right. Well, what a great season one, guys. We made it. That's Commando. We, we did it. We ended up. Thanks the for 80s sticking movies. with us. I don't know. I kind of want to start telling them what the next one's going to be. 
That's fine. Yeah, what's know. our first one What are one we opening back? up with? Are we I don't know. We haven't decided. I think it. I want to go modern, though. John Wick. Yeah. John Wick. All right. See, episode 13. Season 2. Episode 1 of season 2 will be John Wick. Yes. We will see you guys sooner rather than later. And then I know I promised that the big mistake script would be finished before this came out. Not true. <laughs> Here's the problem. It takes a long time. Someone who actually wanted to Pay let you. me make a thing. <laughs> oh, yeah showed up yes and then that became my sole focus and yes. not that i don't love my henchies daddy needs to get paid everyone uh, mount loma gotta get paid yeah that's which real. means i have a lot of free time and i'm currently writing uh praetorian gun, praetorian gun. god damn it <laughs> are you really yes. thank god i want you to send me I'm what so you happy. have please Nothing as of you. <laughs> Fuck you. All right, not nothing, but all right. I have the name <laughs> and the pitch. There's a there's a vague outline out there somewhere, which I'm excited about. No, oh, it's um, the season one. To season one, everyone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, climax. And you can you can follow us always Woo! on Twitter at action underscore climax. Woo! You can email us at action climax one word at gmail.com. And if you know us in real life, uh, hunt us down. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then, of course, you can always read the primers for each episode at, what is it? Actionclimax.wordpress.com? Yes, I do believe that's what it is. Uh, and that's it. That's season one, guys. We're pumped about it. <laughs> Woo! We'll see you guys in a month and a half-ish for John Wick. Yes. And uh, a streamlined, slightly mo- co- more coherent. Yes. I don't think we'll be more coherent. Let's just move on to different drugs. I think what we should do <laughs> Let's is... Do it. I think season two should be amphetamines. I think season two well, yeah, should... Yeah, what's our new drink? No, I think season two... I think we should two- lose drinks. I think we should just do oh, a different... First off, first off do you'll drugs? lose. Yeah. Because I'm amazing. I think we should drugs. be I think we should be on uppers. No, what I think we should do is we should... We, we spray sh- chrome in our mouths. <laughs> I think we should huff shit. Guys, watch Fury Road. Yeah. Uh, no, I think each show should get its own designer cocktail from mm-hmm. us. Sure. Mm. So we'll sit down and we'll figure out what the John Wick is. Okay. That's fine. I already know what the Fury Road is. God. You uh spray paint chrome. <laughs> no, you mix you mix cocaine and motor oil mm-hmm. and set that on fire and yeah. do air karate in the smoke. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the Fury Road cocktail. That makes sense. I, I like that. I don't want to do that. I, I like it, but I don't want to do it. You have to, or we'll bring in someone else who will do it for the cast. Okay. Fair enough. All right. All right. Nick, you're That's doing cocaine. how Nick does cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, you're doing coke. Uh, so, yeah, guys. Uh, Henchies, thank you so much. Uh, thank you for letting us do this. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support mm-hmm. and writing us on uh, Twitter, the blog, and all that stuff. Keep it uh, up. You're doing great. And we will see you guys for season two. Yeah. John Vick. Climax! Woo! Hey!